welcome back to the second episode of Go Talk. If you made it this far, congratulations. You're a real one, for real. Because, honestly, we were still on the fence about releasing it, but I think we like the feedback. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty solid. I know there are people who are lining up to come on the show, so we have our first ever guest special today. Um, this is someone who I've been friends with for a really long time, since second grade. And, uh, yeah, Jared, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, uh, hey, listeners of Goat Talk. Uh, my name's Jared Applegate. I got a shout out last episode, actually, I think. Um, it I do want to address that at some point. Yeah. But we, can, we can table that. Okay. Later. Okay. There was, there was probably two or three good shout outs and seven or eight negative shout outs. Yeah. You're probably I, the most mentioned had, person. I think on the I podcast. had one of each, at least. You are the, mo- you definitely were the most mentioned person. Yeah. I mean, I don't take that lightly. I appreciate that, guys. Yeah. You were For up sure. there with our parents. So, yeah. You're in special company. <laughs> But, I mean, I kind of wanted to start off and just talk about, give a little background on um, our history, Jared. Yeah. goes back a long time. So, if you've, if you've ever been in the same room as me and Jared, you've heard this story. When I was in second grade, I went over, Jared was my best friend in second grade, by the way. And I went over to Jared's house. And what happened, Jared? Just give us a little, from your, your perspective, and I'll yeah. tell you what actually happened. Yeah. So, I had a, I had a Nintendo DS like as we all did yeah many many second graders did but um i guess i just invited or no shashir came over and um while he was there i decided that i was just gonna start playing my ds that's all he did yeah yeah so basically that that is all i did the entire time nothing wrong with that um there is something wrong with that if you invite someone over and you play on your ds the entire time that i feel like there's something wrong with that yeah i mean did you have a ds at the time no no maybe 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 that Gets that like, maybe there's a little motivation as why you were that mad. Maybe you wanted a DS. Was it out of spite or jealousy? It was out of I'm sitting at this yeah. dude's like ha- in his with, room with watching him play. Yeah, I played with Aaron yeah. the entire time. Shout out Aaron Applegate. <laughs> I um, I was Aaron and I had a fun time if I remember correctly. And then your mom had to call my mom and say, "Hey, can he stay for another hour because Jared's a little bitch." And well, this is verbatim. So yeah, so yeah, my mom called me a little bitch in second grade. <laughs> no shot. No, she did. Yeah, she, <laughs> she had to. I mean, he was. Do you see the way he was acting? Anyways, no. so, so yeah. Moral of the story is, even despite that, I stuck by Jared's side, and here we are today. Yes, Shashir made many sacrifices so that our relationship had today to. could be what it is. Had to. That's that is what a friendship is. That that's is. that's why we're the hosts of Go Talks so. All. Yes, yes, it is. But, so go ahead, Saul. I want to hear your little... Actually, that story was a perfect segue into my quote of the day. Perfect. I'll keep it short and simple. It's by one of the goats of basketball, Bill Russell. And it's, friendship is a full-time job. Wow. I like that. Quote of the day. I've never heard that before, but I like that. I think it really... I think it's true. You can't only be a friend when it's convenient. That's not, no, that's not real. That's not how it there works. There are a either. lot of people out there who are just friends when it's convenient. But no one yeah. wants to get into the nitty gritty. And I think you find that out right now when yeah. we, like in high school, you probably spend two to three hours. You see your, obviously your friends in a class and then after that you just hang out with them whenever. But like once yeah. you're living with them and you're at school and like you have to deal with your own, you make your own schedule at that point. Yeah. Scheduling your friends in. I think this is this is when you realize who, who your real friends are. And yeah, you know who holds water and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, you hold water. 
I I wouldn't. Well, here's the thing. It's one of those things that now now that we've gotten positive reinforcement from our first, you know, episode, I think that it's it's going to be you know a bigger outreach now. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say if you listen to this podcast, you're holding water. But if you listen to the first, if you got the first episode sent to you, and you didn't have to ask, and you got a shout out, and you were mentioned, you real water, real yeah. as fuck as heck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I like that quote of the day, though. Yeah, I do, too. Thank you, guys. So I guess that's a, that's a good se- segue into the shout-out of the day, then. You know, I haven't really thought, have put much thought into it, but I think I'm going to have to shout-out Jason Tatum. And uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, it's, crickets. It's, it's not ridiculous, and I'll tell you why. People gave me so much hate for the Jason Tatum top 10 debate, and... Hold on, I don't mean I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. the Celtics and Bucks are playing as we're doing this podcast. And do you think Jason Tatum's living up to your shout out of the day right now? He came out second half and he banged two threes back to back. So I think he's he's recovering. He has less than twenty points with like five minutes left in the fourth. That's fine. That's okay. All right, sorry. Go back to why is he your shout out of the day? Because I'm gonna stick to my guns. That's the sole reason he's my shout out of the day. I'm sick and tired of people trying to tell me that Devin Booker is better than him. No, I'm yeah, sorry. I think that's. I agree with that. Like Devin Booker is objectively a better scorer, but we're we're not talking about it. It's it's like night and day here. It's, a, it's still very close in terms of scoring. Tatum's physical gifts, his frame, his defense, everything makes him a better basketball player. And if if you would take Devin Booker one on one over Jason Tatum, I can't help you. Yeah, you need counseling. Yeah. Jared, let's no, let's hear your take, Jared, because you you did. You're in this. You're in that camp. Yeah, because right. Um, I'm definitely not as high on Jason Tatum as both of you two are. I think. Dev, look, Devin Booker scored seventy points, in the association. Okay. Against who again? Oh wait, the Boston Celtics. <laughs> was it against the Celtics? Yeah, it was, yeah, against, it the was against the Celtics. Was they lost? But was it was Tatum on that team? I think it was Tatum's rookie, rookie year, year. Maybe. 2018 or something. I don't know. When t- I think Tatum it was our sophomore year of high school because I remember our Weddington varsity basketball group chat. Someone texted that Devin Booker had just scored 70, and I did not believe it. So we were sophomores in the year 2016 to 2017, I believe. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yes. It was Jason Tatum. And in I that think year. Jason Tatum was. At Duke in 2017. I could okay. be wrong. Or he was, because I, I know he was on the Celtics in yeah. 2018. Well, I'm just saying. I think that's when he got drafted. That's, that's different. Scoring 70 in the NBA, that's a different level of scoring. That's okay, fair. but TJ Warren scored 50 in a game. Yeah. Which is you a very valid. Yeah, you can't. But does that make TJ Warren valid? No. It makes every NBA player valid. Every NBA player is valid, period. Jason, yes. Ta- Jason Tatum has put, in, put up 15 games, too. You put up fifty yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. I just think I I'm not, I don't feel confident enough in picking one of them. If I'm being honest, I think it's a toss up. What's if you better? Play seven, if you play a seven game series one on one, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, it's probably going seven games. What would you rather have? One seventy point game or three fifty point games? I'd rather be the best team in the league, like the Suns are currently. But he's not the best. Player but who's playing the in the playoffs the right now? He got injured. Yeah, he's not durable. Okay, but who's who's are, is he the best player on the best team? 
they are the best team. He's definitely arguing with the best. He's player definitely on that the team. best player on that team. Chris Paul is what year seventeen? Doesn't matter. It it just does not matter. It it does. Devin Chris Booker Paul is the being best player year on that seventeen. Team. I'm not saying he's not. He's definitely. It's. I think what Saul said. It's it's a toss up. But you, you. I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, he's definitely the best player because without if you take if you take Devin Booker off that team, they do better well, than if you take Chris Paul off that team. This is why I don't like talking about the NBA and, and individual players in this way, just because it is such a team game. You you can't judge an individual's performance within a team as how they would perform one-on-one or how they would perform. Yeah. So I think the team plays a lot bigger role than modern-day NBA fans are willing to give it, including me a lot of the times. But I think teams have a lot to do with it. That's, That's fair. Say. So the better team player then would potentially be the better, the best player on the team. The better team player would be the best player on the team. How do you judge a better team player? Because Chris Paul averages a double-double with assists, and he runs an offense better than... So I can't name five pay- people in NBA history who run an offense better than Chris Paul. I can give you two right now, Magic Johnson and LeBron James. Those were the two that I was thinking as there's well. There's John Stockton's Larry up Bird. there. Larry Bird is like Larry. that. Larry, Legend Larry is like that. But, um, I, you know, who else would you put up there? I, I could put Isaiah Thomas up there, but I don't think he's better than no. Chris Paul. You talking about the old Isaiah Thomas? Yeah. No. Great great player, but he's not going to run an offense better than Chris Paul. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. John I mean, Stockton? No. It's also subjective that I don't really want to. It's hard to compare across it's eras. It's hard. It's yeah. hard to compare across eras. It's hard to compare across different teams now in the NBA. That's a perfect segue into our next section. Who? What are your predictions for the next round of the NBA? And I'll, and I'll go Saul first, and then Jared. Yeah. So I got I got the Suns in seven against the Mavs. I got the Warriors in six against the Grizzlies. Uh, I got Celtics sweeping the Bucks, and I have the Heat in six against the Sixers. Only because Joel Embiid's not playing. Celtics sweeping. No, did I say Celtics or Bucks? You said Celtics sweeping. Sorry, the Bucks. my bad. Bucks sweep the Celtics. Okay. 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 Because yeah. I knew you ju- you told me that earlier. You were like, I'm taking the Bucks sweep. I want the Bucks to sweep the Celtics. So go ahead, Jared. Um, I'm probably gonna have to go Bucks. Bucks in five. Okay, I, I think like the that. Celtics. Got to win at least one. Um, Warriors. Uh, probably in six. Uh, if they had James Wiseman, though, imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Um. Sixers Heat. He'd have a fight in them. I don't know where it comes from, but they do. I can, from I can Jimmy tell you, Butler. I can tell That's you where exactly it comes from. from. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Butler. But I still think the Sixers, oh, depending on Embiid's injury, Sixers should pull it out in seven. That's yeah. narrowly pulling it out, yeah. but okay. So you think that you think that, so Embiid's out games one and two confirmed, and I think it's safe to say they're not going to win either one of those games. Yeah, there's no way. Well, yeah. They're going to they're gonna have to win four of the next five. They're up to it, I think. I mean, so so if, if it's you know if everyone's healthy, you're saying that it's basically Sixers and five. Yeah. Well, I mean, really? Embiid, Embiid has a pretty large advantage over Bam in terms of offense versus That's defense. That's true. So I think, and he's going to be there. They're going to go to him. So if they're if you're just going to exploit that Embiid versus Bam matchup all day, sure. Tyrese Maxey's got to step up. That's for sure. He? Whoa, step yeah. up. 
He's been stepped up. Okay, yeah, but like whenever, you whenever, keep it going. whenever the MVP candidate of your team leaves, everyone has to step up. Yeah. So step up on a new You know level. who has to step up? Is James Harden. Yeah, yeah, James Harden's a bum. Yeah, he does. He does need to step up. Especially with that contract. Oh. I mean, I, I like I like your picks, Jared. I, I'm gonna go Did I leave one out? Leave the Warriors game out? No, you left the uh, The Suns and the Mavs, I yeah. think. Oh, I left the Suns and the Mavs. Mavs? They've been showing some fight, but I don't like Luke. I'm not too high on Luca. Neither am I. So I think I'm going to go Phoenix in five. Wow. That is, yeah. Without Devin Booker? Without D-Book. Without he's out with the whole series? I don't know how long yeah, he's out. Yes. But I thought he was a one to two week timetable. Yeah, I mean, he'll be back maybe game four at the earliest. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I don't know. I don't know how long Booker's out, but... For you to say that he's better than Jason Tatum, I mean, I would think you'd take that into consideration when saying Suns and Five snapping it off. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm gonna have to give some leeway there then with Booker out because Devin Booker's because Devin so good, Booker right? is the key piece to that team because he's so good. Yeah, yeah, no, All right, that's what give I'm us your picks, Shish. Yeah, let's hear it. Warriors and four sweep and think really, like, let, bro. Think about it. How many the the, the Timberwolves were up twenty in three games and they blew it. Is that so? That Steph, is that. Steph but is, is that does that. that speak to the Timberwolves or to the Grizzlies? Speaks to the Timberwolves. I think one hundred percent. One hundred percent. You don't think the, the Grizzlies got a little bit of to magic? The I think it speaks to the. I think no, it speaks I, to both. I think it speaks Coaching negatively the to the Grizzlies. I think it's. Oh, being down twenty. Be, I don't. Well, how are you letting yourself go down twenty? Like they be, narrow. Like congrats to them for playing their asses off. Yeah, I think it, it has to do with them being young and not coming out ready to play. That's what I'm That's saying. That's fair. That's fair. So. But as a series, but it's not going to change. It wasn't a one game. Agreed. Thing. Agreed. Yeah. It happened three times. I think three yeah. times. You go down three. that big against Steph, you're not coming back. Yeah. Because it just takes at that point. Because the Warriors Steph are the play. team that do that to normal teams, right? They don't do that to young. Like the Timberwolves did that to the Grizzlies, and you can say it's because the Grizzlies are young, but the Warriors do that to everyone. They will go. They will go on a run where, let's say, Pool gets hot, and if it just they just need two people to get hot. Yeah. Do one they? Person, one or do they only need one? Well, one person seen is Steph always get hot. hot and do some crazy things. If if Steph and Poole are on the floor at the same time, which I don't know how feasible that is against the the uh, the Grizzlies lineup, I but think it's very feasible. I think I think yeah, the Grizzlies. I, are, I, I mean, Jaron Jackson's are it runs and Jaron the Jackson big stretches the floor as well. So I think yeah. that they can definitely run a smaller lineup. I think a lot of the Western teams are in trouble if they come up against Giannis or Embiid in the finals. Yeah, I don't think they're holding up to that. Well, I mean, we just saw what. The Warriors did to the Nuggets, but to be fair, the Nuggets have no help. Yeah, well, yeah, and also so Jokic has no help. I should say Jokic, he doesn't play as physically as Embiid or uh, or Giannis does. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe that's a bad take, but you see stat line though in, in the last game. I think he almost had 40, 20, 10, which is pretty crazy. He's goaded. Yeah, that's insane, actually. And to think what this team could, th- like I said, they won two more games with Jamal without Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. What happens when they come back next year? That's going to be a dangerous team. And if, if Michael Porter Jr. can become what people have been saying he's going to be for the last, I don't know, six years, yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. If he becomes like even 60% of the KD that people are building him up to be, insane. But so so Warriors sweep, you can shit on it. Steve Kerr is a much better coach. And then he's not going to let what happened to the Timberwolves happen to the Warriors, and the Warriors are going to go up early, and they're going to go up big. I agree. I don't. I'm not sure if I agree on a sweep, but I agree with your 
I, I just don't see them draw. They're such an experienced group at this. Clay, Steph, and Draymond have been in this position so many times. Yeah. So many times. I don't see them dropping a mm-hmm. game. But, you know, I could uh, I could be wrong. I like Joe. I, I would not mind if I was surprised. I don't know, bro. The, the Grizzlies eliminated them from the playoff game last year. Yeah, but Clay wasn't playing. I mean, but it's... Your Nor ma- was Jordan Poole wasn't prime MJ either. For <laughs> so I don't know what's going yeah, on. And Jaw and ja wasn't averaging almost a triple-double last year in the playoffs. But Jaw also... Turns over the ball f- like no one. No, he looks like college Trey Young right now. I'm uh, sorry. And that's no. You can call it a hot take, but Jaws Jaws dad is so right, and I have so much respect for a man who hates on his son publicly. Shout out Daniel. You know my shout out of the day should have been Daniel. <laughs> I love. I have been embracing the hater mentality as of the last week, and I I, I think it's healthy. Uh, can you explain that one? What's healthy about embracing a hater mentality? What did, what did we start the show off? What did we start the entire podcast off talking about? Friendship. Not this one. I'm talking about the entire disciplinary fathers. What is T. Morant? <laughs> <laughs> Shitting on his kid to the public? Jaw played like trash. That's hard as, as heck. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> That's hard. It's definitely going to do more good. Yeah. And then saying, oh... Like, basically patting him on the back. Yeah. All right, so what's healthier then? A hater mentality or a cynical mentality? Hater mentality. You think? Yeah. Why? Because I'm a hater, and I I have a healthy mentality. That's how I feel, at least. I mean, yeah. You can... I, I respect the hater mentality. Yeah. Like, you got to wait for people to I prove it I think this is you. terrible. Hey, People have know, to prove it. They have to earn it. You can't just automatically accept but, the, and. Yes, I, I don't disagree, but you don't have to be a hater for... Somebody to prove something to you. I'm a hater, and I have a smile on my face 50% of the day. But you're not a hater. Also, see, you can't be a self-proclaimed hater, because Daniel Daniel doesn't think he's a hater. He just goes about his business. Yeah, he's a menace. While hating on everything. Somebody get that man a pair of black Air Forces. He's actually a menace. <laughs> Somebody get that man a smile. I haven't seen him smile since I've lived with him. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my. All right, going back on topic. Bucks and... Bucks and six. I don't want to hear no Jason Tatum slander, but Bucks and six. Because I know that's that's what you guys are about to say. I'll take the Heat in Heat and six. I also don't think Embiid's that guy in the semifinals or in the quarterfinals or sorry, whatever this round is. The second round. Second round. Yeah, my bad. And well, Embiid's not actually Embiid's not that guy in the semifinals. Embiid's just not that guy. Period. Yeah, changes every year. I mean, it does. I also don't, I, I, I know, yeah, don't like him. It's the conference semifinals is what I'm what I'm saying. He's not he's not that guy in the conference finals is what I meant to say. Okay. I um, think it's been Philly needs it though. Philly does. I need think it. he's in tune to that too. I mean, they've been trusting the process for a while, and they got James Harden now. Better so. than the Hornets. They were the worst team in the league, and now they're in, going to the conference finals. So the Charlotte Hornets have a bright future ahead of them. I want to be on the record saying that. That's all I want to say. I second that. I never said they didn't. They definitely don't, if I'm being honest. <laughs> They're winning an <laughs> NBA championship in the next eight years. I just want to at least get to the conference finals so that we don't have the longest drought in pro sports. Bro, if we yeah, if we could win a finals, that I mean, if we could win a playoff series, if we could be in the playoffs, that'd be crazy. If we could win a single seven-game series, that would be our first. Jesus Christ. Our first. That's tough. And then, so moving on, the Suns and the Mavs. The Suns without Booker are still taking the series in six. 
And because DeAndre Ayton is stepping up offensively, that was a bucket. He's I always will, been one. He I'll looks like Papa Chris Smurf, Paul. though, low-key. <laughs> I'll credit Chris Paul for waking up DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. I think. He did you hear that he instituted a curfew when they were in New Orleans? Chris Paul did, not the coaching staff. That's that's a real leadership. That is that is that is that's real leadership. And also, if you can get your like the fellow players to follow you, then you know you have real leadership. Yeah. I mean, he's been the president of the of the players association before. He knows how to. Devin Booker wouldn't be doing that. As I just want to put down the record. Who see, is there see, anyone in the, the league that's doing that? Fleshed out. I could see Jason Tatum doing it. Okay, this is going to be okay. This yeah, is let's wrap it up. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any. I, that's. That just I, I I never realized how great Chris Paul's career was, and then I was actually looking at the stats with Daniel, and we we were like astounded. I mean, I talked about this last time too. Like he's he's definitely one of the all time greats. Like, and it's I want I don't want to say it's sneaky because people have been saying it for a while, but like I want everyone who actually watches basketball to go back and look at his, you know, all first team All NBA, yeah. his defensive. Stats like because he was he's a great defender and mm-hmm. we we have seen that but I think we were really too young to appreciate how good of a defender he was like obviously today in this day and age we have like someone like Marcus Smart right oh we have our well, we don't he's the deep you boy. and I don't think that, about that he's the deep boy that's a pity deep boy yeah it's a pity deep boy that's a please I'm just saying that is theoretically boy. the best defensive player in the league apparently right now yeah okay yeah so who's better def- who's better defensively Marcus Smart or Giannis? Giannis. I mean, you're always going to be a better defender with height. Because it's it's, it's voter fatigue. That's yeah. why he won. Yeah. It's, it's not. But there's also different defense at different positions. I, I 100% agree. But if Marcus Smart, and not even I mean, theoretically, is definitely not the best defensive yeah. player in the NBA right now. Yeah. Probably not. But he, I mean, he took a charge today already. I saw him take one. He absolutely gave Grayson Allen nightmares. Grayson Allen, he gave Grayson Allen nightmares. Yeah, that that speaks a lot. Bro, come on. I'm just <laughs> listing. I'm just this is just from this game. I'm listing notable defensive possessions I saw. He took a charge. Grayson Allen on his way to average like whoa now. 20 zero whoa and now. Zero. Grayson Allen's been putting up buckets. Yeah, 20 0 and 0. Coming off the bench is not bad. He's averaging 20 points. It really doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, that's fair. His PER is probably high because of that. Speaking of PER, um, I was so I, I went on like a little Reddit um rabbit hole. Rabbit hole, yeah. Thank you. Went on a Reddit rabbit hole looking for who has the single game highest PER. And then I started thinking about it like this is stupid because someone who has who comes in for Kevin Knox, right? A guy like him who comes in for three minutes, four minutes and puts up fifteen would have a stupid cry PER. I don't know the the exact intricacies of how it's calculated, but it's, it's something along the lines of that. So then I was I realized game score is an alternative metric that's kind of similar. Do you guys know who has the highest game score in a game? And this is after Wilt Wilt's hundred point game. Like I think it was invented after that. So I don't know what his would be, but do you know what the highest game score is in a game? It's about sixty eight or something like that. And to give perspective, the average game scores like, if you have a really good game, it's like thirty. Like if I drop if I drop 40, 15 rebounds and ten assists, like that's probably a thirty-five game score. Does it take like game field goal percentage yeah, what's, into, what account? Take into account? I think it takes field goal percentage, free throw percentage, uh, steals, blocks, so efficiency, turnovers, plus minus, 
Um, obviously points, rebounds, and assists. And it's but it's it's not adjusted for like forty eight or for like if it, if the person doesn't play a full game, it's not adjusted. No, okay. it's just the game score. Okay, but is if it, you have a monster game, you should be on the court the entire time. Is a Clay yeah. sixty point game? No. Then is he a triple double game? Well, I. It's a double double. But it's Kevin Love's it's thirty for thirty game. No, that's <laughs> sick though. I don't know what the game score is on that. It's it's Michael Jordan's sixty nine point game guessed. against the Cavs, where he had eighteen rebounds, seven assists, four blocks, four steals, and um, I think he shot seventy percent from the field. Monster stat line because he's the goat. Yeah, and just under that is Kobe's eighty one point game. I, I was going to put, that, my, was gonna to my put that into guess. perspective, and then I think wow. Devin Booker's seventy, 70. point games like. Fourth or fifth on there. Yeah. Jeez. Think about that, guys. <laughs> he, If you look at any advanced metric, I, I just feel like I can almost guarantee that Michael Jordan is somehow at the top of that list. Career PER, Michael Jordan's at the top. Points per game is not an advanced metric, but Michael Jordan's the number one <laughs> player. Game score, Michael Jordan. Like, let's talk. Yeah. It, it's, it's just insane. Yeah. But, all right, well... We've talked enough about well, I guess we've talked enough basketball. We, yeah. I, Never yeah. mind. I was we gonna I was gonna keep going down a tangent and see like a finals prediction, but it's if you can give me a finals prediction again, we've given updated. out our finals prediction. All right, already. let's hear Jared. I know we did, but let's hear uh, Jared. I guess I'll add mine to that. Um I guess I'll start with the West. I think Phoenix is coming out of the West. Okay. And I mean that's a that's the favorite pick, but like I believe it. Well, just because they're the top team in the league. That's why I say they're the favorite. But yeah. It's going to suck when they get booted by the Warriors in five. But yeah, <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see. Yeah, that's going to suck. Um, Continue. East is a little bit more difficult for me. Yeah. I think it's whoever wins the Bucks celtics series. Okay. That's valid. Um, uh, that's fair. So like yeah, that. that's that's all I'll say about that. I want I want it to be the Bucks personally. I'm a big Giannis fan. Yeah, but yeah, Bucks or Celtics. Has anything changed for you, Saul? Is it just it's still Bucks and Bucks six? and six? All right, that's fair. I mean, I agree with it. Yeah, let's let's switch gears to something that I think that you are someone who shares the appreciation for that I I have and I definitely Saul has as well. Food. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the I don't essence I, of life. I'm. Yes. I like to be the guy who's throwing out like sleeper picks. Like if we're sitting around on a Sunday, I'm like, yo, like today, let's run pens. Well, yeah. And then they got a bullshit pick, but that's okay. Pence. I wanted to watch the game. All right. That's fair. So I w- you know, I-, I like to be that guy who, who can throw out like a crazy pick like, yo, and like then I was like, the yo, dark. yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, that's so sick. But I think Jared is the only person I would go to. If if I'm if I'm lost on it, it's high praise. I appreciate that. I I do pride myself on my restaurant picks. So I know one thing that you are a big fan of because I think you probably eat four week <laughs> subs. Let's like, let's get into subs. Let's get into it. What first of all, what is your standard sub? If you want to go, if you're in a new sub place, not a name brand, what are you getting? Mm, if it's just a random sub place. It's got to be a club, I think. Really? It's either a club or an Italian. It really just depends. It's got to be a hot Italian. It depends for me. That's mine, hot Italian. It depends. Hot Italian? Can't go wrong. So Give me I all the meats. What exactly is it? Because, I mean, I can't eat a club. Club, I think so. it's, it's got it's got turkey, ham, bacon, 
usually mayo, maybe honey mustard, lettuce, tomato, and some provolone. provolone. Right? Honey mustard and mayo is that a good combo? I'm yes. not a big honey mustard guy, but mustard. Penn and mayo. Station Club with has honey mustard and mayo on it, and it is okay. It, it's so good. Okay, sis, as someone who doesn't eat meat, what are you looking for in a sub? What makes a good sub for you? All right, you got to start off with the bread. You got to have good bread. And I used to not eat cold subs, but Jersey Mike's kind of changed my opinion on that. You know who has the best cold subs is Jimmy John's. You, you disagree think so? I think I think Jersey Mike's Jersey has the best Mike's subs. Ha- Jersey Mike's takes that. Jimmy John's doesn't make my top five. That's oh, ridiculous. If you want to get into would, ranking, would, Jimmy John's we're does gonna, not we're make gonna my get top there. five. We're definitely going to get there. I think the bread the bread is very important. And then, I mean, like you just said, no meat on it, right? So it's got to be the, the freshness of the veggies. Yeah. I got to have, like, crisp lettuce, like shredded iceberg lettuce. Got to be valid. Cold tomatoes sliced well because yeah. I, you know what pisses me off the green when, part in the tomato. Yes, that dude. I wasn't even going to mention that, but yes, that pisses me off more <laughs> than what I was about to mention. <laughs> but it's 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 people who cut tomatoes with non serrated knives, and this is a very like very nitpick. Yeah, this yeah. is a very ni- niche like hater moment for me. But that's that's what makes me a great hater is because I can hate across so many segments. Um. If you cut a tomato with a non-serrated knife, I have a problem with you because it's fine if you use a really expensive, like, nice knife, but when you cut it with a non-serrated knife and it's a shitty, like, $5 Target knife, no hate on Target, but, like, you're you're, you're crushing the tomato as you do it, and it gets soft, and then the juices leak out, and, this like, the seeds come out, and it gets gross yeah, and mushy. mushy yeah. so you just want a clean cut. I want a clean I cut. Actually, I've noticed that, but I never realized what the cause it's was. It's because people don't cut with right knives. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's a problem that pe- not enough people are addressing, and there's that, that is an issue for sure. So I need I need good tomatoes. I love green peppers. Provolone cheese has to be on it. Extra mustard, oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper. Big mustard guy. Classic. Huge mustard. You'd be surprised how much I like mustard. Yellow I'm mustard or like brown yellow mustard. Okay. I can. Do you eat I mustard can, on anything other than a sub? Because I feel like I've never seen you eat mustard before. There's not much like there's not many things that I enjoy mustard. I, I guess maybe a pretzel, but I'd prefer, I would prefer like a cheese dip with a pretzel. Yeah, like yeah. um, but that's that's my sub. It, it, I can go anywhere, and I'll tell you that's what I'm gonna get. And the the place that makes that the best is if I want a cold sub, Jersey Mike's. If I want a hot sub, Penn Station. Yeah, and I, the, and the I, fries are there. That's my ranking as well. So let's 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 hear your comprehensive top. My five. comprehensive top five. I'm and just gonna have to put Jersey Mike's number one overall. So are you more of a cold subs guy than a hot sub, or is it you like the hot subs? I just as good as a cold. Jersey, Jersey Mike's, Mike's has the best cold subs of yep. any restaurant or of Agreed. any of any sub place. Yeah, they also have warm subs that make the cut. Like they aren't. Like if I go to Jersey Mike's and I'm in the mood for a warm sub, I'll still get a warm sub. It's gonna be okay. great. It won't be as good as Penn Station. Let let me hear your top three cold subs, top three hot subs, and an honorable mention. Because I think it's a better way to do it. Okay. Pl- restaurants are like different kinds of no, subs. No, 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 restaurants. Okay. Top three cold sub restaurants. Number one, Jersey Mike's. Two Firehouse, maybe. Really? I've yeah. never had a firehouse sub. I like firehouse. Can't go wrong with firehouse. I like firehouse. Okay. Um, three, Harris Teeter. That's a good pick. Harris Teeter. 
That's a slept on pick. I haven't been there in a long time, but I need to go back. So, okay. Well, before I give my rankings, I just want to say oh. I feel like Jersey Mike's cannot be at the top of your list if you don't have fries. It doesn't. The Penn Station fries. It's about yeah. the make, sub. It's about the whole experience. It's about, it's about it's about what's on the plate. I, for me, it's about the sub. But I understand. Okay, fair enough. They don't even. They have. They do not have plates at either Jersey Mike's, <laughs> nor. Okay. Nor Penn Station. <laughs> I don't want to be that critique. guy. But yeah. I'm sorry. I agree with Jared. It's about the sub. It is about the sub. All right. Well, either way. Okay. Cold Let's subs. Jimmy John's is one. No way. Bro, their bread is so small. No, their bread is their bread is gas. Bro, it's like it's it's like not wide. If that makes sense. It's not. It doesn't make sense here. Anyway, right. am I wrong? I'm eager to hear. Too. I bit my tongue, so you can listen to my my All rankings. Right. Yeah. Go Two ahead. is definitely two's Publix for me. Public never subs had a public sub go crazy. The prepackaged ones are the ones. No, like you get like the, it's the same thing oh, as Harris Teeter. Okay, same I've principle. Yeah, I've never done that. And then Harris Te- Harris Teeter's three. You can put some disgusting things on the public sub, not like in a <laughs> bad way. Disgusting, good way, or disgusting, bad way. I shouldn't be using it in a good way, but like in a good way. Like you can you can put like mozzarella sticks and shit on. No, nah, but public sub. subs because they're not really there's not a lot of publics here. Like this, like yeah. this, I like this was back when I lived in Atlanta. Shout out Zone Six. Shout out Zone Six. Um. <sighs> That like there's a lot that's like the main grocery store there and like that's where we would get subs from because my parents love Harris or like grocery store subs. But the, there's a Publix right next to my house and yeah. it just opened. Go yeah. go there, get a sub. I I have it was good, but it's it's not in the echelon of Jersey Mike's. No, ridiculous. and I I would say it's still below Harris Teeter, but that's fair. For me, cold subs, Jersey Mike's, um. If I'm being honest, I don't really like a cold sub from anywhere else. Well, like, if I knew that was an option, I probably would have just said straight yeah, up Jersey Mike's. If I need a cold sub, I'm if going I'm Jersey in the Mike's. mood for a cold sub, I'm going to Jersey Mike's, and that's the end of it. Now, if it's a hot sub, and we, we'll snake back around yeah. for this, if it's a hot sub, Penn Station, and and you do have a point, so the fries got to be there. But at the same time, I'm I'm content with the Jersey Mike's sub and a Miss Vicky's bag of jalapeno <laughs> chips. No, bro. I mean, yes, that, there's nothing wrong with that, but. Side items are key, bro. That jer- first of all, the the bread to cheese ratio at Jersey Mike's is, it might be the golden ratio. You like, like a lot of bread. It's just the perfect ratio, and they have they have very good breads. I don't they know. They do have good bread. They got like, I want to say it's like cornmeal or semolina on the bottom of it. Like oh little, yeah, 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 yeah. What a touch! That, <laughs> that is a nice touch. What a touch. Because you're paying, you're paying more. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. That's got to f- also factor in your gourmet rankings. though. Oh, gourmet. So, so we talking, come on. All right. Slice ta- the meat in front I of can you. buy. Are we the, that bread off a grocery store aisle? No. No, you can't. Cold take. That's Where do you think they get it from? Zero. You think they make their own bread? Absolutely. Let zero me tell you something. Take. They don't. It doesn't matter. Zero can't get Kelvin it out of, take. You still can't get it out of the grocery store. Negative two hundred seventy-three degrees Celsius take. You cannot buy Jersey Mike's bread anywhere else. I'm sorry. That's hater mentality. That's simply not. Jeez. Hot sub. Is it, is it still you? Yeah. Okay. I haven't finished my three. Subway gets hate. And if, if we're going to talk QPD or CPD. Subway's got to be in sub, the conversation. Su- Subway's got to be in that top three. We're just going to skip over my rankings. M- Okay, I, fine. I haven't had my hot sub rankings either. We're snaking back around. Okay, fine. Just all. All right. Penn Station is definitely one. Yeah. Uh, it's consensus. Finally, come Firehouses. To I mean, it's the same as you. Firehouses too. 
Subway's threes. The five dollar footlong was like the OG fast food deal. Like, yeah, I can't remember like a promotion for a fast food before the five dollar yeah. footlong. I mean, going back to your QPD, CPD yeah. thing, I think it's definitely valid. I mean, bread is bread isn't great, but it also I don't know. I feel like I get Subways, Subway subs in like my moments of need, and they always deliver. That's fair. Yeah. 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 I yeah. was studying for an exam the other day and I was like, it was like two o'clock and I was like, you know what would hit right now? A subway. See, I, I've never said that before though. Like I like subway, but I've never craved subway. Well, it was one of those things that I had about 45 minutes on my hands and I was like, where's somewhere that I could go where I can get a nice fresher meal, let's say, and I can not spend yeah very much money and i walked out of there with a seven with a sub worth seven dollars and i was happy yeah like i'll take that any day any day not every day yeah 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 so did you so let's hear your top five or top three top hot three. subs same as you i gotta put penn station number one okay both of you, actually, I guess. Yeah, I think that's a consensus. Yeah, that is a consensus. Number two, probably Firehouse. Yeah, I agree. I actually really enjoy a Firehouse sub. What do you get at Fire? What's your hot sub at Firehouse? I get the chicken bacon ranch. Okay. Or maybe it's the turkey bacon ranch. I don't it's know. Whatever. I get the Italian, but it's slaps. Yeah. Um, I've got, I also got the Cuban. They came out with like a limited edition Cuban sub. Cubans are an underrated it sandwich. Went, it, it a good so Cuban good. is hard to beat. Yeah. The Publix Cuban's really good too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. Cubans are good. Um, and then three, I'm just going to have to put Jersey Mike's again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I Sponsor that. this man. Jersey Mike's. Jersey Sponsor Mike's. this man. I need got, a sponsorship. You probably spend $150 a month at Jersey Mike's. Don't know the exact number, but all I know is that when it came time to make a rewards number, my mom put my phone number down when she made it. Wow. So, so you got, would you say you go to Jersey Mike's seven times a month? Because you probably drop 20 bucks every time you go to Jersey Mike's. Uh, That's not accurate. Really? 20 bucks every time is not accurate. Uh, you get a, you get a, a regular a sub. A giant sub. I only get a giant Sometimes. Well, I get a giant all the time, but that's because it, it won't fill you. Do you really? You get a giant sub and it doesn't getting, fill you up. No, a regular it will. Vegetarian it will sub but is, a regular vegetarian sub is like. Yeah. What are the size options? Regular than giant? Isn't there another one? There's in no one in between. No. There's nothing in between regular and giant. And giant is twice the size of regular. Yeah. It's a whole. It's is a, it six foot, 12 foot, or is it different? It's like 8, 16, I'd say. Or maybe like 7, 14. Or 7 and a half, 15. Giant. Jersey Mike's sub is huge. I don't. I would not say it's it's over a foot and a half. But I'd say it's. I would say it's an eighteen. It's the biggest of any of the restaurants we've named so far. Well, Subway's Subway's fo- foot, foot long, long is smaller. Is, is on the but it's. On, I don't know what many other places that do a true foot long. Yeah, Penn Station does a foot long. But that's their biggest size. That like is their biggest expensive. size. Most but expensive. So, yeah. I mean, Penn Station's still six in, clearing that by six inches. But I would not say it's more than eighteen inches. No, I could be wrong. It's not. It's not ridiculously huge. But that will that will run you like fifteen bucks. Then you get a chips and a drink because I know I know he gets a chip chips and a I drink anywhere. Sometimes I don't always get chips. Sometimes I'll just walk out of there with a sub. Wow. Yeah. That's Sh- the essentials. Jersey Mike's shareholders are 
throwing themselves off buildings right now. Here <laughs> Stocks just dropped. Stocks plummeted. They're the ones with the crazy good deals, though. They yeah. Do it to themselves. Yeah. Do they? Okay. The Grand Slam deal was great. The Grand Slam deal was Our a- house capitalized. We free. And we ate for mo- I think I personally got two subs that day from Jersey Mike's for free. I, I know this. I'm going to tell a story. This person is not based off of anyone real. His name is Paul Posser. And he actually changed his clothes and went back for the Grand Slam deal. <laughs> so it sounds like the kid knows what's up. It, it really does. So if there's anyone who's hypothetically named Paul Posser, you, you're you doing something right because you capitalized. But if, let's say it was you, Saul. Hey, the name rhymes. Which, how would you go about capitalizing on that? So would, hypothetically, if I were to do this, I would probably get my a, a hot Italian first because that's my go-to sub. And it's also Jersey Mike's. I'm not yeah. going to venture out at Jersey Mike's mm-hmm. personally. Um, you know, I'd get that probably early dinner time. Come home, enjoy that. You know, change my clothes. Maybe throw in a hat. Shades. Go back right before clothes. Shades? Nah, not sh- you can't go shades inside. Glasses. Glasses for sure. Um, I'd come back right before clothes. You know, they're just trying to get out of there. And just come back and order. This time, I would venture out. I'd maybe get a, a warm chicken parm sub. Okay. Which I've heard is good there. Um, yeah. Paul tell you that? I don't know who Paul is. <laughs> Who's Paul? I don't, I don't know who that is. <laughs> but that sounds like a winning strategy to capitalize. I've heard it goes unchallenged. I'll take your word for it. I personally did not capitalize on the Grand Slam deal, but my mistake. Yeah, that is rookie. All right. Well, I guess that's a good segue into our next topic. So we know that you're a big subs guy, an aficionado, if you will. Yeah. A a sub connoisseur. Yeah, for sure. What would be your last meal, though? Like your death row meal? And I I want you to take time and I want you to describe a five-course meal. Let's say maybe a four-course meal. Jeez. Four-course meal and a drink. Drank. Let's hear it. You can you can have two drinks if you want, like a like okay. opening drink the and two an drinks. Drink. And water doesn't count, but water's there. Okay. All right, court. Damn, this is hard. It is a hard question. I I definitely have to have sushi. Really? I definitely have to have sushi. Fair. In my final meal. When have you have you always liked sushi? Ever since I first had it, but I haven't always eaten it. When was the first time you had it? Probably middle school. Okay, that's fair. That's I feel like that's a. But I never really like had. I would have like California roll, like not really. Yeah. 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 So when I first had like nigiri or whatever, you big nigiri guy. Big nigiri guy. Really? That's really fishy. I I love it. I think that's probably. Fishy. Yeah, there's nothing else. It's just the fish and the rice. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, shout out Yama. That's my go-to sushi place we'll get in into Charlotte. That. We will get into that. But so yeah, sushi has definitely got to be there. Okay. Um, is that your first course? Or is that like your main? Gotta be your. It's first gotta course. be. Yeah, it's more of an appetizer than anything else. I All would right. Pick. Let's continue. Um, jeez. I heard you guys had a big conversation about pizza last time. Yeah, we um, did. 
Sushi and pizza on the last meal. I'm just going all out here. I'm going with every single thing that I like. Yeah, but sometimes more is less, or less is more. Yeah. I mean, sure, but never getting another meal again, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, but it's also, uh, yeah, okay. I feel like you, you... You also hypothetically don't get full in this situation, so you can eat as, yeah, like, as okay. heavy as you want. I'm, yeah, and you don't got to wor- worry about electric chair because it's death by firing squad, so... Yeah, I'm definitely that. taking... I guess I'll keep on the fish wave... And go uh, a really, really good fish taco. Or s- two. Pacos, tacos. Pacos, tacos. Okay. They do it right. I know I know where your head's at. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll just skip to a drink. Drink. Um, definitely got to take some Chick-fil-A sweet tea. But sweet tea's got to be at the table. Sweet tea has to I, be I at agree. the table. I agree. It has to be at the table. Sweet tea does have to be at the table, but is Chick-fil-A... Okay, no, we're going to... Chick-fil-A is the most consistent. Well, what is... The best sweet tea you've ever had. Um, because I because I think I think all wait, of us do. Are you drink sweet tea? Shows? Oh, I love sweet okay. tea. I, th- I thought you did, but I wasn't sure. I think we all drink a lot of sweet tea now. Yeah, I drink I favorite drink. I would say sure. Chick Fil A has a great success rate when it comes to when it comes to sweet tea. In my opinion, everyone it's in their prime though. Are you taking? I might take McAllister sweet tea. Over Dude, took my take. That, take. that was my take. That was that was my t- that was my yeah, top five. I've always loved McAllister sweet tea, but sometimes they can make it a little too unsweet. Um, but if they have the balance right, I would rather have a little bit unsweet than a too no, sweet. No, yeah, I would rather have. Yes, I agree. Okay, but I'm talking. Fair. It has to be perfect. Yeah. So I know Chick Fil A won't go short on the sweetness for me. So, I mean, it has to be McAllister's. Do you have any like backups, or are you just going? I mean, from like traditional chain restaurants, not really. There's, I've been to a couple like Southern Comfort Foods, like the side of a road that have great sweet tea. But is it like McAllister's? No, is McAllister's is. I think their defining quality it's refreshing. Yeah. I would say, for me, I haven't had. I don't drink that much Chick Fil A sweet tea, but that's solely because I don't go to Chick Fil A that often. Because oh. like, if I'm going to Chick Fil A, it's with people. Yeah. And I'm getting like. What I get when I go with you guys, which is just like fries. Actually, I have a sleeper pick for sweet tea. Dunkin' Donuts has a great sweet tea. Never had it, but Starbucks had a shaken sweet tea for a while. That but wasn't it wasn't. Bad. That wasn't. I I've had that. Yeah. But it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't like sweet tea. It was yeah. like it was like tea. Yeah. But I kind of like that tea flavor. It was. It wasn't very heavy on the tea. Well, if I'm being honest, I was gonna I was gonna say McAllister's as well, but let's branch out a little bit. Have you guys been to Showmars? Yes. Yes. Shomar's sweet tea is objectively. It's very sweet, though. I'm not sure I've ever even had it. I've had Shomar's a lot, but <laughs> their ice—they have the good ice. They have the great ice, and that 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 carries it. I've never noticed it being overly sweet, maybe because of the ice is so good. But, um, I like that. That Shomar's uh sweet tea is so refreshing. It is. It's crazy refreshing. It is. But I think yeah, McAllister's really is like mm-hmm. that. I guess I'll, I'll take McAllister's sweet tea then. Okay. Um. So I got I got sushi and fish tacos. And yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to put some some true Italian Neapolitan pizza on there. Okay, that's a good pick. Um, I, I know. Like yeah. I'll I can talk to you about my pizza preferences at a later date, but go ahead. I mean, you can do a quick little tier. If you uh, if you remember the the tier list from last time, or I can refresh it for you. Uh, I think you had 
You had a true Neapolitan at one, did you not? We had, yeah, we had, Saul and I had the same one. It was deep dish and Neapolitan at S tier. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've actually never tried deep dish pizza in my entire life. Shashir's deep dish pizza. Gotta try it. I do make a decent deep dish pizza. It's it's just the classic Chicago style. Will put you to sleep. It will put you to sleep. Yeah. Oh. It's 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 just and I mean it's veg- I've made I've made so many vegetarian meals and I think I did you miss anything in that? Like w- did you ever go home feeling like I'm not full? No. You can if I went f- home satisfied every single time. You can you can really fill yourself up with yeah with some uh that's what I was doing when I didn't go to class. That's what cooking? I was, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the beginning of the semester? I was cooking every single day. Yeah. I made something every single day. It's a it's a therapy of sorts. C- cinnamon rolls, those chocolate Gas. espresso cupcakes. Gas. Espresso the 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 buttercream espresso. What's frosting. your what's your sorry, what's your favorite thing that you made this year? Like that you like enjoyed the most? Deep like, dish pizza. And the, my favorite thing I've ever made. Um so we so a couple of years ago I I pulled some money and I bought a like a smaller wood fired oven. Right? Like it's about I mean, obviously they can't hear it see it at home, but it's about this big. That's about so twenty y- inches wide, listeners. And it's like it's domed, so obviously like that's how the pizza oven has to be. So I started cranking out some like real Neapolitan pizzas. And like I described it last time too. We're talking double zero flour for all everyone who, who who's bout it. Um San Marzano tomatoes and uh, buffalo milk mozzarella. That's like there is a board that certifies like real Neapolitan pizza, and they also certify the ingredients. Like I know for the tomatoes, it's called DOP. So if, if you have San Marzano, like a can of San Marzano tomatoes that says DOP on it, that means it's verified by people in Italy to be the real deal. And the special thing about them is that you don't cook that sauce like beforehand. You like you crush the tomatoes and it cooks because those those ovens get up to 800, 900 degrees. It cooks on the pizza, and it's it's grown in the volcanic soil at the, like at the foot of Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> that's where this that's where the first genetic modification come yeah. from naturally. So uh, they're a lot sweeter. Yeah, I didn't know that. You have you're Dude, just a wealth of knowledge. I have so much knowledge on pizza. So that's my favorite thing I've ever made. It was when I was making those. Standard margarita pizzas. Well, I'll take it. I'll take a shashir margarita pizza. Um, Dude, I'll make you one this summer. I'll, and I'm putting it on my list. S tier. I'm putting it on my list. S tier. I got. I got two more things. Yeah, yeah, one more thing. A dessert. Oh, you're putting that on your death row list. Yeah. Oh. Because you got the the sushi, the tacos, sushi tacos, shashir's pizza, and it was a four course meal, right? Yeah. So dessert. You, dessert. I mean, if you want a dessert, I guess. Dessert. Gotta, I'm taking. Gotta just have a dessert. The best cheesecake in the world. New York cheesecake. Talk to us about it. What is it? Where is I it? I don't know. I'm if it like. Well, what's the best cheesecake you've had? And let's take that to be the best uh, in the world. I mean, I, I I had cheesecake when I went to New York. Yeah. And I think it was probably is, the best cheesecake I've ever. Is had. New York cheesecake comparable to pizza in Italy in terms of like it's just you can't get anywhere else? No. Like you like I think Italian pizza is just a different level. Yeah, I mean, I would. I, I haven't had New York cheesecake, but, but Italian a New pizza York cheesecake is really, really good. I'm a big cheesecake fan, so I guess I just love Italian food. Maybe that's it. Once you get into that, like the actual details of how deep pizza is in Italy, <laughs> you, I'm sorry, I keep going back to this. You really understand why it's not possible to make anywhere else. Yeah, like the 
they got whole ass boards like certifying ingredients, and it's so simple too. There's only there's only like five or six ingredients. And the crazy thing is, is you, you can find that pizza anywhere in Italy. Yeah, like you walk fifty feet and you'll yeah. see somebody making pizza. That's and probably yeah. better I mean, than a, ba- any place a bad in pizza restaurant is only gonna survive in Italy off of tourists. Yeah. So hundred percent. You go to somewhere locals are eating, you're guaranteed a good pizza. Yes. Facts. So that's your death row meal. Yeah. All right, so let's swing it to you. Okay. Uh, first thing I'm coming out is I'm getting brown bread, ba- brown bread from Outback Steakhouse. Steakhouse. You ever, you know that bread? I guess you probably. I've never been out. Jared, Steakhouse. do you know that that bread? I'm talking I've had about. the brown. It's bread. like it's like sweet brown bread. I've had that at uh, Cheesecake. Factory. They yeah, have it at Cheesecake, cheesecake has it as well. So gas. Yeah, it's good. That's my that's my appetizer. Bro, but uh, there are so many things you can get as an appetizer. And you're going for bread. From Outback Steakhouse. I mean, not necessarily the Outback bread, but I thought that would be that would yeah. resonate with the most people. I mean, just sweet brown bread. All right, fine, that's yeah. fair. Um, first, I don't know, like I don't, uh, got to be a good deep di- deep dish on there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sensing a common denominator. And here. then, I, I a nice juicy succulent beer battered fish sandwich. You, I was not going the direction I, th- I was. I was thinking steak. No, yeah, beer battered fish sandwich. Can't go wrong with that. There's a place in Pennsylvania, shout out Hickory Grill, that has a phenomenal fish sandwich. Um, take your word for it. Time for dessert. Dessert. It's got to be a dozen donuts. Oh. <laughs> Twelve. Cream. No, it's got to make be, it a baker's dozen. So I make it a baker's dozen. It's got to be. Amish donuts, again, Pennsylvania. The Amish, the Amish know how to cook. Um, Are you Zone Six or like Pennsylvania? You got to pick one. What food does Zone Six have? Chicken wings. I guess so. I don't know. I mean, good wings are, are gas, but no Amish donuts. I mean, they cook them with the lard. They let the dough rise. It's good stuff. Jeez. I've. I mean, that's and a, that's yes, a good I want pull, I sweet guess. tea to drink, and if my second drink, I wanted a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's. Uh, I guess I had a second drink too. Yeah, what's I your never second said. drink? I like that you went in the direction of a frozen drink or something like that, but oh, I think I might just have to go with like the cherry coke from Sutton's drugstore. Bro, okay, that's, that's Sutton's, is, Sutton's is gas. They Sutton's put we have to get lunch there they before put, they just didn't. They put their own cherry syrup in the Coke. Oh, did they And they really? have the gas ice as well. Saul and I went on a run where we went to Sutton's maybe once a week for a solid month. Sutton's is good. We had Saul's birthday lunch at, at Sutton's. We did, actually. That was valid. Yeah, Sutton's is good. Um. All right, well, I guess that leaves me. I don't know. I, I think I got to go pizza for my main, whether that's deep dish or... Neapolitan, yeah, but I gotta I gotta go with pizza because that's just goaded. Mm-hmm. But dude, the thing is, I love Thai food. I love spicy food and like Thai food. I mean, Indian food is what I love. Um, but I don't know if I would put an Indian dish up there. Really, butter paneer, dude. Yes, low key, dude. That's so goaded. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> That's a crazy pull. That's what I'm talking about. He has some crazy pulls. I'm like, I'm literally Andy and I didn't even think of that. Well, I was thinking of that, but like, good pull. Um, I only had it once, but it was really, really good. Yes. I got to take you guys to this Indian restaurant in Charlotte. 
I feel like I always What's the name? I want to I've never been to an Indian restaurant. I've really? Never. Indian never. Period. Oh my god. I've, eat, I've been to a Thai restaurant, but not Indian. Um god, I got to take you guys. It's actually insanely good. Like I think you guys really enjoy it. If you like What was I describing it like the other day? Um like like a vodka sauce, right? Yeah. Where it's I mean, like a spicy vodka sauce, maybe. I mean, obviously, there's not vodka in it, but it's the same, like, tomato, cream, you know, mm-hmm. and spice. If you like that, that's the base of a lot of the... And then, I mean, it's, like... A lot of carbs. It is a lot of carbs. Yeah, it's, I mean, I I know I would like it. I just have never gone for some whatever reason. We got to get... We got to run that. But, you know what? I'll put... I'll Maybe I'll put, like, an... Uh, no, you know, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go a nice Thai curry... And there's this place called Bontai in in uh in Charlotte, on um Johnson Road, crazy good. And if you get the level, so I'm like I usually wherever I go, I'll get the highest spice level, and I'll tell them to make it spicy, and it will be like spicy, but like it's not that. But like for example, like I I eat the least spice in my family, and like my dad and my brother eat the most, and they they can handle anything, because like where we come from in India, like the northwest part is it's all desert, our state. Made it out the mud. We made we made it. Sid made it out, out the, the mud. Sand. I would, yeah. I wouldn't. I I didn't necessarily, but um, they have. It's so hot there that the spiciest peppers grow there, like the ghost pepper, is comes from that area. Well, it comes from India in general, but so they, the, their spice tolerance is crazy. But Bonta is the only place I've ever been, like only restaurant I've ever been where I've gotten the spiciest level and I decided I can't handle it. I need to go like spicy because they, they have a one through five and then they have a tie hot. So I got, I got level like five tie hot, right? Sounds and ridiculous. My brother, my brother that. was dying and he eats crazy. I got, I got level five and he got tie hot or like level five tie hot and he was dying and I was already dead <laughs> it was the point where you can't you can't eat a bite without it feeling like a scorpion is like stinging yeah. you can't take a sip of a drink nope. can't do anything no drink no drink no purple <laughs> but <laughs> you see you, you can't have it you can't do anything so i was like so i, I tone it down to a four but that that um i think it's called masaman curry i think it's whatever the red curry is so gas so I guess I have two two mains. Let me go. I'm not gonna go an appetizer because of that. I mean, t- curry is kind of like soup, so it counts. Yeah. Um. Well, no, I do have room for an appetizer. I have an appetizer and dessert. Yeah, you have a third, yeah, third yeah. regular course and then a dessert and two drinks. Uh, appetizer. I've been rocking with the macaroni and cheese balls from Cheesecake Factory for a long time. Really interesting take. Mac and cheese balls. Yes, but I'm not gonna put it up there. Do you like mac and cheese like that in general, or you just like the the balls? I like mac and cheese like that in general. Like Good mac and cheese is, is great. Panera mac and cheese is goaded. But have you had Linda's mac and cheese? No, I haven't. Is it good? Yeah, I, I haven't it. either. They put like uh, frosted flakes on top. That's like a crunch what? to it. it but the hear the me frosted out flakes? because you know like how the sweet ones. Yeah, but okay, you know how like. Some mac and cheese has like that, like that crust on it, like that crunchy crust. Yeah, bread, like with breadcrumbs, you don't need to put no damn frosted flakes on that, bro. You could, you could don't don't hate it till you try it. You could put corn flakes on that, and I would not question it. But yeah, you, corn you, flakes, I would give. All right, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll trust you, bro. Yeah, sure. trust, <laughs> big trust. But I guess my appetizer is gonna have to be. I love fries. 
So I might go like a like some like loaded fries. Interesting. I think sweet potato fries are the best kind of fries. I think normal fries are better. Curly fries are the best type of fries. Were the fries at that sandwich place? The curly fries you got, they up there? Oh yeah. Those are really good. So and I went to this crazy sandwich place in Durham. It was not crazy. It was it was cool, but it wasn't crazy. It was it was pretty it was a neat find is how I would describe yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it was a it was a neat find. Diamond in the rough. But so that's so I'll go let's say some loaded curly fries, wherever sells that, and then for dessert I would I don't see I, I like ice cream. I don't have that much of a sweet tooth, if I'm being honest. But if I'm going to ice cream, I'd rather do a milkshake. Because I have water. Water is given to us. So a tall glass of water after an ice cream is all. With ice. Yeah. Undefeated. The Dairy Queen little water fountain or the little water jug they have. Yeah. If you get a tiny cup of that with your with your blizzard or whatever. So Cheryl and I went to Brewster's I, like, what, a month ago at this point? Yeah. Shout out Aaron Applegate. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Aaron <laughs> Applegate, I guess. Wait, why is he Brewster's? Used to work he, he worked at Brewster's in Charlotte. Yo, Aaron, if you're listening, get on the pod, bro. You worked at the one in Matthews. We got a lot to talk about. We got to catch up. It's been 13 years since I've talked to that guy. And so anyways, so I got myself like a nice like three-scoop waffle cone, came home, and had one of the best glasses of water I've ever had. A nice glass of water after ice cream is undefeated. I think we both had exams that day, and it was pouring rain outside. Dumping. Every, every, no one was there except for like there was this one couple that was there, and they left. And it was just me and Saul, and I got the kids' ice cream because I like the cookie. And um, it was just like that entire day was like a fever dream. That, yeah. that just little trip because it was pouring rain. We're sitting there in Brewster's just discussing life. As we usually do. We could we could have recorded the podcast in that conversation we had there. And it's pouring rain outside, and then we just get home, and, and a tall glass of water suffices. And that, that goes back to something we talk about a lot. Is it Bare minimum. The bar is on the floor to make us happy. We, we talked about it there, too. And by us, he means men. Yeah. It takes so little. I agree. If, I'm, if, I'm, if I have a good meal, I'm happy. Yep. If my team wins, I'm happy. Yep. So. A nice glass of coffee. Oh, yeah. Makes my day. So many times. But for my dessert, I'll go... Tarantini apple pie with the ice cream. Shout out our waiter that was wearing the Louis V belt. I'm taking. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. We had that same waiter. I'm when I went sorry. With Did you really? Yeah. I'm sorry, Jason Tatum. I'm taking our shout out away, and we're gonna give it to the guy who waited on Jared and I. Yeah, that guy was real. Anna and Saul too. And yeah, no, he was a great and guy. I think I think Aiden mentioned that him and Berkeley had the same waiter as well. Dang. That works a lot. He's guys a regular. He's, I mean, he's got to be working a lot to be wearing a Louis belt like that out in public <laughs> while waiting on people. True. Like, I respect the hell out of that. If he got it, flaunt it. If he got it like that, at least. No, that apple pie is the ice cream, too. I don't, I just, I still can't comprehend what it is. It, it was legitimately so good. It was, it really was crazy. And we got, we got everything there. We got the fried ravioli, and that was like mid. Yeah, it was like, it was mid. Maybe yeah, upper mid, but still mid. Okay. I upper got the mid. sand. What did I get? Ch- chicken. Chicken parm. 
I got I got chicken parm. Sure. No, you got the chicken marsala, and I, I got the eggplant parm. Undefeated. And and the crazy thing is that eggplant parm, it's great at the restaurant, but the day after, when you warm it up in the microwave, it hits different. Better. Yeah. Wow. Arguably. Really? Wow. The flavors marinate. I guess. I don't know. I how guess. That that eggplant parm goes stupid, and then obviously, apple pie tops it off. That's probably my favorite restaurant in the area. Tarantini? Yeah. What's the area? Does that stretch into Durham? I guess Raleigh? so. Over in this, in the triangle area where we have, where we can go, I guess, 30 minutes, within a 30-minute radius of us. What do y'all think? Um, It's definitely up there. I'm trying this place I next really Saturday that I'm, I have high hopes for. It's called M. Coco. It's like a Korean place, kind of. Yeah. I've heard good things. There's a line of M restaurants in Durham. Yeah, there's M Sushi. Shout mm. out Camille. She's the one that put me on this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently they're a well-run restaurant management company. Valid. Um, I, uh, I, lo- I couple, like, Jared. I really like Lucha. Some... Lucha Tigre. Yeah. Love it. That, Alex Helms took me there. Shout out Alex Helms. Love it. He he said that him and the lacrosse guys used to go crazy. That yeah. that was their staple. I, actually, I think it was Sierra that introduced me to that restaurant. Um, so shout out Sierra, I guess. Shout out Sierra. Um, and then I guess I like Stony River. Oh, bro. I thought I was going to die there. That's Although, where we went for your birthday, yes, right? That yeah. birthday meal we had was... Probably the most food I've ever eaten in my life. Yeah. In terms I, of just... I, I left I, in pain. Yes, I was actually hurting. That's a perfect segue, talking about the amount of food that we've eaten. Let's talk about Banditos. And, and we've heard Saul's take. I want to hear Jared's take, and we'll circle back to this because I have I have yeah. my so, thoughts on it. As many of you know, Saul called me, I think, quote, soft, and then said I disrespected his mother. I doubled, I doubled down. I want to say, I would say, there was a doubling down over there. I I, I tripled down, actually. You, I called yeah. you soft, and then I also said Charmin soft. I don't know if anyone heard that, referring okay, to the toilet well, paper. Like four-ply with the bears, that's extra soft. So I just want to put you in my shoes. I'm sitting across. Four-ply, extra soft. Okay, yeah. okay. You want you can make up your mind again after I tell it. All right. So I was I'm sitting across the table. I'm on I'm we're in a booth. I'm sitting on the side by myself. Saul and his mom are sitting next to each other. Is that okay. true? I remember differently. No, you and your mom are sitting together. You sure it wasn't me and you? It wasn't me. And okay. Because I I know I watched it happen. Okay. So well obviously, yeah, Saul got the four and a half pound burrito or whatever. Um tables. I mean, the plate's like half the size of the table. Um, I'm questioning if he's going to be able to yeah. do it. Um, but obviously, I'm there. I'm I'm supporting my boy. I'm but there. I'm there with him. We've seen Saul put down some. Yeah, but this is freshman year. Yeah, this I hadn't seen. This was yeah. Well, I also wasn't. Yeah, I didn't eat food like that. Yeah, freshman year. Yeah. So when did you start? Tonight. That night. That night. Okay. Yeah. That night probably started it. But so I fan. I get like. A run-of-the-mill meal from Banditos. I can't really remember. Like three tacos. Yeah. Just like your staple Finish the tacos. And I'm, we're just talking. Well. I wasn't talking. Me, yeah. Your mom and I are talking because you're too busy shoving the entire burrito down your face. So. I can tell you're starting to slow down. You're really starting to struggle. Um, and you, you're you're just shoving it in at this point. Yeah. Like, I'm not eating. There's I'm, no enjoyment. Just tr- it's yeah. honestly. It's just pain. It is. Um. For the love of the game. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I mean, good for him. He really wants this shirt. Like, he's he's working at it. He got it. I respect it. that. 
Let um, the record show. And there was the way I remember it, like you didn't even try to remove yourself from the table. Like, oh, I knew, definitely didn't. I was strapped in. You knew what was happening. Um, and then I just see you regurgitate, regurgitate the four pound. Well, not all of it. Yeah. Not all of it. it. Just what you had eaten most recently. Um, onto the plate in the middle of this restaurant. Okay. And I've just eaten my food. So I'm sitting on the other side of the table and I'm just like, this is the nastiest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. And then your mom takes, she takes a to-go plate. plate. Oh yeah. She takes the, she takes the to-go tray and she, with napkins, I believe, moves your vomit from the plate into the to-go box while I'm just watching it just happen. And I, I never hated on her for that. This is just sounding like a Miss Strasser goat story. Yeah, it honest. is a Miss Goat. Love of a mother. That has nothing to do Love with how mother. I feel about it, though. Shout out. Shout out to Denise Strasser. No, Happy I, early Mother's Day. I'm glad she did that. It would have been... W- that is the only... That is real. I'm glad she did that. But... You're did, glad she did that. I think it, it would have been a wasted trip if it yeah, didn't happen. It was the best outcome for everybody was that she did that. Okay. She took one for the team. Valid. That's what I, being a parent is. You really That's want, what being a mother is. The what would have happened if the waiter came back and to that mess would have been way worse than her putting it and just hiding it. Yeah. So I think she did, she made the right decision, but it did tarnish the reputation of that restaurant in my mind just because, oh, I, I never even really loved it to begin with. Yeah, it's kind of mid. And so then I go there and I, and I see that in the middle of my meal and I'm just like, yeah. So no complaints against you. Great job. You got the shirt. Uh, no, no I, okay. I, I think, I think your story is very fair, but I guess what I'm referring to is the fact that I said I'd never go back. You there didn't want to go back there again because of that story. But it wasn't solely because of it, but it was just like, why would I go back to a place where A, that story happened and B, I never thought was that good to begin with. It is. It's pretty mid. It, no, it is mid. And you don't go there for the, the food. Only you go reason, there for, yeah. The only reason I would go back would be to get margaritas or something. Well, I mean, we kind of straight off this topic, yeah. but what? What is your so? What is your law? Lo- like, what are your top three places in Chapel Hill? Like, well, I already said two. I think which were said Lucha and Stony. Well, they're not go oh, yeah, but do. they're like they're the best food I've had in Chapel Hill. We you do okay? Then Saul, you give yours. Are we doing best food or go to? Because Stony, if it's best food, Stony River's got to be up best, there. Best restaurants. Best in is this gotta area. Be Tarantini, Stony River, yeah. and. I don't know. I'm adding my third IP3. Really? I don't like that take at all. I, I love the take. You can love the take. I love the take. That might be our second absolute zero take of the day. No. Ridiculous. Are you kidding me? IP3 <laughs> is so overrated. And, I, and I'm... I'm Whoa. A, I'm, that, that does more for your reputation, Jared, than you will ever know. I started this podcast off talking about... How my food takes were always good. Yeah. I'm allowed to have a miss. I have a good reason to have this miss. All right, so at least you're acknowledging it's a miss. It's, it's not the best Ita- like Tarantini is a better Italian restaurant than IP. It's not a good Italian restaurant. It's, it's not. It's it's decent pizza. It's, I don't even love the pizza. I like the there's their pasta is actually pretty good. Their chicken parm spaghetti is gas. I got I the eggplant parm one time. It was all right. Yeah. Well, I respect your opinion. I think. I don't. IP3, <laughs> it's also just a quintessential spot. 
Yeah, the, no, the guys are really nice. Guys are nice. Um, I don't know. I mean, I like I like IP three. It's on okay. my list. All right, it's on my list regardless. I'll go on record and say I think iHeart New Year Pizza has better pizza than IP three, and that, everyone can shit on me. For that's that. a zero take. That's a pretty. You zero can say take. it's a zero take. Zero. I don't hate New York pizza. I love New York pizza either. I like it. If I wanted pizza in Chapel Hill in this area and I had to stay on Franklin Street, I had to, I would go to iHeart New York pizza. No. But I would never go no. to get pizza. I, I don't eat pizza like that because I don't like, I, I have really, I'm really picky with it. Talk about the environment too. You said best restaurants. The yeah. environment of I Love New York pizza is not good. Okay, that's fair. The environment of IP3 is great i would say yeah it's better but i'm not a, yeah okay but we're not talking about you said restaurants you okay. gotta take into account the talking environment i think so, topo deserves to be up there yeah topo i mean if we're talking about the ambiance like that bro ip3 is like a middle school cafeteria i can get behind that they have the i same don't like booths. their seat i mean their seating's all right but they have the yeah. same boots they do have the, the same dudes boots. are nice that's what i we'll just say. meant like in terms of the, the decor all the unc stuff yeah. they have a picture him with Roy, him with Mac Brown. It's, yeah. I mean, it's clearly a, a Chapel Hill staple. So is Sutton's then. Sutton's, has Sutton's is up there. Sutton's, Sutton's has the same booths too, so. Yeah, I mean, Sutton's, Sutton's now we're getting, well, into Sutton's a different, we're getting into a different conversation. We're getting into a Franklin Street conversation. All right. Here. let's so, so let's talk about Chapel Hill. And like I said, you can name places in the 30-minute radius. Yeah. Tarantini's got to be up there. Tarantini's some of the, Tarantini's is some of the better Italian food I've ever Tarantini's had. Tarantini's up there. Stony River's up there. In the United States, I'll say. Or wow. in, North, in North Carolina, I will say. It's some of the better Italian food I've had. There's a place in Asheville called Strada. That's probably the best Italian food I've had in, Nor- in North Carolina. It's it's phenomenal. So if anyone's ever in Asheville, check out Strada. Um, I would say Viceroy in Durham is an Indian restaurant. It's great. And it's got a great ambiance as well. They're booked out every night of the week. Like, you got to call ahead. And yeah, they're really good. And third pick, um, you know, I, I don't want to say like a chain or anything because that's kind of shitty. But actually, no, you know what is my third pick, Jared? I'm I, ready. I think it's, I mean, I say Akihana, you say Akihana. I don't know how to pronounce it. Oh, it. Akihana is the best sushi in Chapel Hill. Yeah. One million percent. It's so good. Spicy Nine, don't even get started on that. Yeah, yeah Spicy Nine is mid. Spicy Nine sushi is honestly yeah. just bad. That's why they sell it. Buy one, get one. Yeah. Because it's not That's good. the only reason they're still in business. Either that or they're money laundering. True. Because their food's not that good. I mean, they're packed, though, all the time. Because like, they have a good spot. They, they have, have a great spot. spot. And they have they a good have vibe, too. Stuff. I mean, yeah. they have an all right vibe. Good vibe. And they have other stuff, though, that kind of puts yeah, them in they're, they're, they're they're I've had their pad thai and... Yeah. yeah, I've had their mid sesame chicken. It's not, it's not anything to brag about. They got some lunch deals though, like There's actual deals or just they got some deals like, like like six seven dollars for like a like tofu with, um rice like a typical like Chinese takeout except it's yeah. like seven bucks like that's not bad. Yeah, not and bad. you can get like an avocado roll for four bucks. Like you can eat yeah. a lot of food. Akihana is solid. Akihana is solid. Very solid. That is probably some of the better sushi I've had, and I don't. I'm not a big sushi guy. I am a big sushi guy because, like, as of as of late, but I'm not just because there's not that many options. Like, I don't want to. If I'm gonna go somewhere and eat just like 
what's essentially rice, seaweed, and avocado. Avocado. I could literally just make that at home. Yeah. In a different form, or like go to like Chipotle and bring yeah, an Akihana's like seaweed paper with a little me. Pricey. So. Yeah, that's true. But let's let's switch it to Charlotte then. Okay. And I'm gonna I'll, I'll start off with this best sushi place in Charlotte. Baku across from okay. South Park. And I've told I, you about this. Yes, I will. I'll need to try it. You got to try it. I, the only place I've tried, I've gotten sushi at the Thai place in Blakeney. Yeah. But they haven't had it. Well, that was back when they had a sushi chef. And like I think he like left and they couldn't find another yeah. one. So. But I loved their crispy California roll, which is a little weird. Like that's kind of a basic. But this is when I was like in middle school. Talk to me about the crispy. Like what is on that? It's, it's, it's. It just doesn't sound like it should be good, but it is. It does sound good to me. It, it sounds ha- good to me. Well, yeah. It has it's deep fried California roll, so it basically just has rice, seaweed, avocado, imitation crab, and then it has um it had some sort of like maybe eel sauce or some it was some dark brown slash blackish like sweet? sauce. Yeah. Yeah, eel sauce. And it doesn't have like eel drizzled in it on the, the top for the note. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's that was my first introduction. That was my first sushi roll that I really loved. That's a that's great because the thing I get from Baku is exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. Then it's, I would. It's um. I mean, obviously, it's you know seaweed rice. Yeah. But then you got uh, what fried sweet potato or the sweet potato tempura. Interesting. And then they like kind of what they do with nigiri, except it's, it actually is a roll. They slice the avocado like so thin, mm-hmm. like you can tell. Talking about like craft, you know, knivesmanship, because you know I'm big on that, as I mentioned. They slice it so thin, it's so nice, and they put it on top, and then they drizzle the eel sauce on top of it. Which, like I said, I mean, yeah, that's a vegan roll. And it sounds like I would love that. Yeah, it's yeah. so gas. But like when I go there, like I went there with Dean Melisarius, shout out Dean, and I went there with my brother. Um, I think I dropped like seventy bucks on like two or three rolls. Jeez, yeah. I w- and they're vegetarian. I think, rolls. I think Yama is a little bit more, yeah, cost effective, and it's five minutes from my house, and it's amazing sushi. No, Baku is like a once a month thing type yeah. of thing. They have this this like wild mushroom pot, which is literally just like it's like a pot, which is like um they have it's literally just rice and like whatever seasoning they have, and then like like wild mushrooms. Like you can tell they're like high quality like hand picked mushrooms that are imported from somewhere and that's that is a pretty penny like it costs like 25 bucks but it cooks while like it continues to cook while it's in in that pot and like towards the end you end up scraping it and like i've never eaten paella because like i can't eat it but you know the the concept is that it has sticky like uh, crispy rice on the bottom like the mm-hmm. spanish yeah it's kind of like that and it's so good i got to hit it yeah we should go have to just around the corner from there is Baoding, which is one of the best Chinese. I think the best Chinese restaurant in Charlotte. Phenomenal. Yeah, I need. To, I don't really stray from my go-to restaurants, honestly, very much. That's fair. I mean, the the food. I I go to South Park whenever I just want to drive because like it's just a nice area to be in. Like there's yeah. a coffee shop there I love. Um, I like going to the mall, of course, and then they have phenomenal restaurants. But that place is probably my favorite Chinese food in Charlotte, and then. I don't like the pizza that much in Charlotte, but like I said, I'm a snob for pizza, so I like. I, yeah. I don't want to talk on that. And then, as far as like maybe 
Okay, we'll do. Let's do sushi, Chinese, and you just throw out what a, what's another restaurant you think is good. I think. I mean, I already shouted out Bantai on Johnson Road, but I think there's. I like Zapata's a lot. The Mexican restaurant in Blake and Valentine. Excuse me. That place is gas. I've actually never been there. I've been to. For for Mexican, I guess it's Tex Mex. Yeah, I'm I'm taking Paco's tacos. I've said it a many a million times, and I'll say it again. Great pick. Yeah, it's it's good. I love that restaurant. South Park has some crazy. South Park good has food. some great food. Because all three of those restaurants we yeah. just talked about are within and South Park. Also has Del Frisco's. Yeah, Del Frisco's is Del Frisco's is I guess you're, it's a steakhouse. Is that a steakhouse? Yeah, yeah it's I mean, yeah, it's a really nice steakhouse. Uh, like, just take my it's good. It's it's really really pricey, but it's Little Mama's is there as well, which is also phenomenal. Never had that? Yeah. What is that? Italian restaurant. Uh, yeah, I need to explore some more restaurants over there. I got but you. But it's, it's just it's just far. But I I guess actually well Paco's Tacos. I don't really know why we ever went there the, for the first time, but I know that the restaurant that used to be exactly where Pacos Tacos is right now is where my parents went on their first date. Really? Yeah. I which is That's crazy. Yeah. So, I, but we go there like, I mean, I I go there pretty much every time I go home. That place is nice. Yeah, Jared and I went there on the same day actually. We did, but separate from each other and didn't yeah. know about it. Oh, you didn't see each other no, there. No, just, I went for lunch. You went for lunch and I went for dinner. You guys texted each other and found out? Well, we, we only back. found out because we both saw one of our high school teammates. Shout out no, Justin no, Tarowski. No. <laughs> Shout out Jay-Z. Jay-Z works there? Cut yeah, that out. he does work there. No, we're not cutting that out. Give him some respect. Yeah, he does. Okay. He was the most improved player over me. MIP? Salty about that? Let's talk about that. I wasn't salty about it. You should have been because he didn't deserve it. He didn't deserve it, but... I'm not going to talk bad about a man who can't defend himself, but... The only reason been I was upset about it at all was because he, <laughs> Coach Ellington described it in a way where I thought he was we all without thought it was a you. doubt talking about me. Yes. I was patting your back. The wor- yeah, the worst part you. about it was in the middle of his speech, I'm getting patted on the back by multiple different people, and then at the end he goes, Justin Swarovski. What did he say that could have been? Like, he was like, this player. He said it begins cut- with a J. Did he say that? Yeah, that's why I thought it was you, dude. Dude, I see. That's I, oh, foul. Yeah, no. He said he goes begins with a J, and then Gary he goes, Goat combo. He goes. He, goes, he made varsity as a sophomore. No, but before that, he goes got cut from middle school both years, and I was like, sounds like me. Made JV ninth grade, didn't play that much. Battled his way to make varsity as a sophomore. Like I rode him hard. I didn't want him like slacking off. I knew what he could have been. Wow. And I was like, yeah, this sounds about right. Um, and then he said it was Jay-Z. Heart-wrenching moment. But this was also after junior year when, and this is when I had just had the th- two best games of my high school career. Jared, if I was your coach in high school, I would very simply tell you your floor is like Kwame Brown and your ceiling is Dirk Nowitzki. And I'd be like, you can pick which one you want to be. And I'd hope that you stop hugging the perimeter for once. Okay, this so, is getting a little personal. Sounds like an effective coach. But that's that's just my take. But I think Jared we I asked Jared this question last night, but I don't think he gave me a solid answer. I'm winning. I'm if, winning a one on one tournament. There was a one on one tournament with our grade in Weddington. And I'm not let's not talk about Weddington anymore after this. But if there's a one on one tournament in Weddington with our grade, class of twenty 2019 
Who's winning that tournament? I'm winning. Now or in high school? Now. Or in high school. In high in school, high school I'm winning. In high school, Jared's winning. But I, I'm worried about Wayne. I think I'd be more worried about Noah. Shout out Noah one on one. Wayne Dixie. Noah has True. some crazy. Noah knocks. actually is really good one on one. He's a weapon. He low key would beat me. Noah has insane. He he has a bag. I'm not gonna lie. He does have a bag. Like he's a street hooper. Yeah, <laughs> I used is. to play with Noah in middle school. Shout out Noah. Yeah. Yeah. But, honestly. All right. Well, let's 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 change it up a little bit. Let's do it. So we want to hear your because you've been kind of quiet on the food thing, and we know that you're a. You're a food guy, so let's hear it. I mean, if I'm eating sushi, I'm not going anywhere but Mr. Tokyo. Just Dude. plain and simple. I know, okay, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have, like, I'm not, I don't have the palate for fine food that I you and Jared have. Okay, that's fair, but I don't like this. Don't be talking QPD. I also, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I'm also bro. simply, I also haven't had sushi at another restaurant. Okay, that's fair. So that's right. my pick. Um, There's a, have you been to a Ruji's? It's over. It's in Waverly. Oh, in Promenade. Yeah, that place is good. I've never been. There. There's also a place, a wine place. No, they have they have food as well. Oh, there's also a place in uh in the promenade, not the promenade, uh, the arboretum, Cajun Yard Dog. I don't know if it's still Cajun there. Yard Dog is so good. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. a huge take, actually. There. Let me tell you a little something about the arboretum. When I when I was a kid, me, my brother, and our best friends. Actually, I'm going to cut you off. Respect for Cajun Yard Dog. I love that's, Cajun yeah, Yard I, Dog. I thought no, you guys were going to be like, what the, the people at Cajun Yard Dog one time no, tricked I my dad into, into eating gator. Really? Gator, gator chili or something like that. They they actually have gator and stuff like that? I think so, yeah. I hope it's gator. Yeah. I, know exa- I know exactly where it is. I think it's the guy was the, just like, yeah, you, yeah. Like, you know my dad. Yeah. Like, he, he sticks to his order usually. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, you'll love this. Like, I have some, he didn't tell me it was going to be gator. And then, oh really? And he didn't tell him until he came back after. He's like, "How do you like the chili?" My dad was like, "Do you like it?" I don't remember what he said, but he, he, I think he was just like, "Yeah, like it's good." And the guy was like, "Oh, well, you're eating gator." <laughs> Is that legal? That's that's a risky. I mean, like that's a risky there, thing to I play. Think, I think he like knew the guy. No, but I'm saying like, is gator like a delicacy? Like, can you eat gator? It's legal, yeah. Okay, they're not protected by any means. I don't think. Okay, but I mean, I think I think Sierra's had gator too. You had gator? I've never had gator. Why don't you no. take a bite of the chili? Not uh, a gator I, don't, I wasn't with him. Go he gators? just told me this story. Valid. Speaking of go gators, this just came to my mind. Shout out Mr. Higgins. I remember Our graduation speaker? Yeah. Well, he was my math teacher and I TA'd for him. So he's a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, true. And he was also my math teacher. Anytime he wrote secant on the board, he wrote SEC, he said, go gators. <laughs> and then for his birthday... Our Calc 2 class pitched in and bought him a Gator jersey that said Higgins on the back. I I haven't talked to him since graduation, but I really hope he's doing well because he was one of my favorite teachers for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but so sushi's done. Chinese and, and give us your one rando. One rando? It can be Mexican. You can stick with the a theme. A lot of kind of gas. A lot of is good. Never been, I don't think. It's a uh, back. You know, the the Brewsters. It's right next to the Brewsters. For Aaron, went. you're you're a big math. Oh, actually, guy, so. I have been to La Unica. I went with Peter. Oh, Shout really? out Peter Curley. Shout out Peter Curley. Shout out Peter Curley. <laughs> yeah, baby, we still up. I did. I went. I went with him to La Unica. We played a round of golf. So you're you're a big Matthews guy, aren't you, Saul? Yeah, born born and bred. 
You're not, since but you're in, since I've been in Charlotte. Zone so six, zone since I've been in since I've been in Charlotte. So no. Zone Six, Pennsylvania, and now Matthews can all appreciate that. If you look up notable like people on Wikipedia for all of these three pages, would your name come up on all three of them? Or if you had to pick one, which one is it? And don't pick Zone Six because just because you're hard. First off, if we're being realistic, my name is not coming up on a list of notable people. I think it will. I think once once it's all said and done, I think your once name. Once it's will all be said and done, then I'm gonna be on all three places. Because if, if I'm notable, I'm gonna make sure I'm from all three places. Okay. And, all, and they're all gonna want to claim me. Jeez. <laughs> zone six claiming Saul. If no. I go in order, it's probably gonna be Pennsylvania, Zone Six, and Charlotte. How are you putting Charlotte last? How are yeah? I attribute nothing to Charlotte. Charlotte has done nothing for me. But Zone Six formed you. It's inert. Yes. Pennsylvania more so. That Pennsylvania toughness. More so because of my dad. Okay. You know sure, what? It's we're your gonna, personal life. Yeah. We're I will not, let you have this. We, yeah. Despite the fact Just you lived us, in Charlotte for like double digit years. Give us a Chinese restaurant, please. Just <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't give me no Zone 6 Pennsylvania one. You have to pick one for sure. There there's a Chinese place my mom loves. I can't remember the name of it, though. Um, Where they have is great it? orange chicken. I don't know. We always get takeout, and I never go. Is it Matthews or what? It's close. It's within 50 minutes of my house. We'll just have to get Miss Strasser on the pod. Yeah. She can tell we us do all need about to it. get her on the pod. Yeah. She could, yeah. She's a listener. Shout well, out, Mom. You know what? That's enough food. That is enough food. We have talked food for an ungodly amount of time. A lot of time. And this next topic, let's just quickly touch on it, Jared, because I know I don't think Saul wants to talk about it for too long. But let's talk about cars. Yeah, please. And I mean, you're a big car guy, so tell me about it. Um, uh, yeah, I guess I started having an interest in cars probably like late middle school. I mean, late elementary school or like probably all through middle school. I was, I always had like Forza. Yeah. Um, those were my favorite games. Um. But my dad has always really been into cars, mm -hmm. and I think that's what got me into it. But it definitely took off in high school. Um, yeah, I don't think cars is a thing that you can you just get into by yourself. I think it has to yeah. be someone who like shows an interest. Yeah, and you got to be around them. Like for me, yeah. that was my brother. Yeah, and you got to like look up to them in some way. Exactly, because I feel like then you respect their opinions about it, and you mm -hmm. actually care. But if it's just like a, a random person, you're kind of just gonna think they're weird. And and it helps when they've got it like that, and they have cool. It cars. does help when, it, it <laughs> when helps they've got, when it, they've like got that. it like that. But it had, yeah. So I'd say, definitely started coinciding with when my dad was thinking about buying some cars, and he would ask me my opinion. Yeah. And um, I didn't really know much about it at that point because I think this was a while ago, and he was I was in middle school, I think, and he was looking for like a, a nicer, um. Like sedan, mm -hmm. I think he was thinking about either a, like a BMW, Mercedes, or Audi, like one of those. Yeah, and he asked me my opinion. I was like, oh, well, I really like the Audi first of all, which foreshadowed my future cars. Yeah, that's interesting. But I I, I advised him to get the Audi because I thought that all BMWs look the same. That's kind of true. And I just didn't. I don't know why Mercedes didn't really just click. Didn't really click with me like that. But I definitely, I was like, and we actually, well, I know, I, I think I do know why. Because we went to test drive the Audi together. And I rode in it with him. Which one? It was an S6. Okay. But it was supposed to be like, he was just testing it to see if he liked Audis in mm -hmm. general. 
Um, I don't think he was really looking for an, X, an S6, but that was also a really fun experience. Riding in the back <laughs> while yeah. they test drove the S6. There's one. I think it's the I think it's the A7 that has a fridge in the back or an A8. Probably the S8, A8, yeah. Yeah. A8's more of like a luxury. It's like the 7 Series S class. Yeah, 7 Series S class, yeah. Yeah. Comparison. Um, that's fair. I mean, I personally, I, I've always disliked Audi. Not, no offense, but it's because my Untaken. dad. It's literally just because of my dad. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm sure. Do you do you like Mercedes and, and BMW? I like both. Um, I I'm not like one of those toxic Instagram. Um, yeah, yeah. See that the thing is, I'm a little different because I'm just a hater. Like you're not a hater like that, but since I am a hater, I have to be toxic about Mercedes and stuff like that. And my dad. Yeah. It's a fierce rivalry. He he's always had Mercedes, so he had an E three twenty, then he had an E five fifty, and then that E five fifty he ended up giving it to me when he got his new when I needed a car, mm-hmm. and then now I have an A two twenty, and it's I've always been on that wave. So now it's just like one of those things where yeah, I can't see myself driving with BMW or Mercedes. Like I could switch to another brand, but of the three, yeah. if I ever bought one, it'd be Mercedes. Yeah, I think. Um, he never actually got an Audi for himself. He's never had an Audi. He so he didn't end up. He buying didn't the end S6. up buying the. I don't think he bought anything at that period of time. He I think that might have been when he bought the Ford Raptor. Honestly, wow, it, kind of a big turnaround. That's what, valid. Yeah, it was a Roush tuned Ford Raptor with a supercharger. That well, got, I think like, it was massive. It I was huge. It. it was huge. Was it? It's it's got to be a neon color. It, it was actually just black. Really, it was black on black. I. I, I swear to God, I every, of every Raptor I've ever seen is either blue or yellow. I've never seen, seen a yellow, yellow Raptor, Raptor, actually. Yeah. Interesting. You know who had a yellow Raptor? No, it was, I think it was blue on the Top Gear special. It, no, it was yellow. It was it yellow. Was yellow. It was the, that was the Velociraptor, though. Oh, yeah. The, that, um, was, that was the the Hyper Beast. Yeah, what else? Is that Roush? It might be Roush. I think so. I no, no, no. It's Hennessy. No, it is Hennessy. It is Hennessy because Hennessy they had the V10, the Hennessy V10 in it. Yeah, something like that. That was ridiculous. Yeah, but, um, well, I don't want to like. Yeah, I guess you know. You said you mentioned you had a question for on me. This. Yeah, three cars right now, which are in the seventy k range. If you had to, if you're in your dad's shoes, like you were saying, and you yeah. had to buy the car, and I'll start with mine. Okay. Number three, um. I would probably go like a. I like the E classes, honestly. If mm-hmm. I want to go for a sedan, and you can get a base E class for about seventy or sixty, mm-hmm. and then you start putting options on it, you can get up to like a 85, 90, Obviously, yeah. you get to closer to a hundred, then you start getting into the S class territory. But I like those E classes. Um, two. This is this is kind of a hot take, but those base boxsters, you can get a base box like a seven one eight. Base yeah. boxer for like seventy five. Now with Porsche, if you want ceramic brakes, you want if you want anything, it's five billion dollars. <laughs> yeah. So you're easily like if and you want th- that combined with the sheer amount of options that they have. Yeah. Because everything's an option. Everything. You want a seatbelt option? <laughs> like no, I'm, I wish I, I okay. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but you like want seriously, more than four way seats to twenty five hundred dollars. Four wheels options. <laughs> Four? An exhaust that sounds good. Option three thousand dollars. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I I do agree with you on that. And that is a hot take. There's a yellow Porsche box that someone across the street from me drives. I don't like it. 
Nah, yeah, yeah, that I, sounds ugly. Yeah, no, I mean that that one's like a 2008 though, right? I don't I don't know something. Yeah, but take your word for it. Um, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, my number one would definitely be a C8. I'm yeah, a huge. I've heard. C8 gate. Jared's heard this so many times. I have heard this a few times. I just, that's, I want to buy a C8 so bad. Now that I have a job so bad, I want to buy one, but I'm not going to do it. That's so financially reckless. Yeah. I Poor mean, decision. Any American sports car you buy is going to be a bad investment, probably. Bro, it's, okay, that's not why I'm not buying it. I'm just thinking I should <laughs> save money. It's a great investment. And investing uh, in investment is, it, it depends on what you get out of it. Yeah. As well. Utility. Yeah. Yeah. So there's obviously going to be depreciation, but if you get enjoyment out of Every it, car is it's a, a good investment. asset. Yeah. Well. Unless you buy like a you vintage car. Or you buy a super exclusive modern car. That's true. But, so I guess for my list, mm. I'm definitely, I'm not sure if I'm going to go in any order, but yeah. I think I might, the new Jeep um, Ooh. that's a cool take. That's they dropped. Like they dropped that. a V eight into a Wrangler. Well, you're driving a Wrangler right now. I am. I am driving a Wrangler right now. It's and I just sick. It's hard. Oh yeah, I I like yeah. this Wrangler now. But, but the like, new Jeep's a different look. Not, it's like, a different look. Different, but, but the this the one that's in the seventy k range, which is the V eight swapped Wrangler, looks great. What's L- your ideal LS Jeep color? LS swapped Wrangler. <laughs> well, not an LS. It's like a six point three though. Can you imagine? That's basically an LS. They put like a Hemi in there. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it's it, they have a cool tan looking color. I would definitely add that to my garage. Say, what's, your, what's your Jeep color, ideal Jeep color? I really like either a dark, like I like sticking to the military re- roots of Jeep. Like I like, I mean, I, mine's obviously lime green, bright neon green, but I definitely would go for a more low key, like dark green or tan. I think a nice like military brown. I guess yeah. is that tan. I don't know. Well, they have like it's like a Sahara tan. Well, like you know how like the brown and like the camo, like that, like that light yeah. brown, like just that on a Jeep. I think yeah. kind of nice. I'll, I'll show it to you later. But okay, so we got nice a Jeep. Color. Yeah, I got a Jeep. Um, probably gonna have to throw maybe an Audi S5 in there. Okay. I really like the look of the five, um, A5 and S5, and I think I had an S4 previous to this Jeep, which mm-hmm. got totaled sadly, but I think I would have preferred to have Rip. an S5. Yeah, just because rip it, the S5. Yeah, rip. It was bad. a great car. I'm not gonna lie that that made me warm up a little bit to the Audi. Yeah, it, it was it. a great car. It, it really had cool. some character, but yeah, and I guess number one or my last one. C8's not on the list. I'm not sure C8 makes the list. Oh, 70k. You can stretch 80K. it to 80, 85, 90. We're not we're not flirting with like might hit um X three M even though you X three M really four hundred and fifty horsepower most powerful six cylinder engine BMW makes and you can get it for like eighty k they probably put noise in there to to make <laughs> probably I mean filler noise like that's what they do with M threes yeah I mean that's what they're gonna have to do with all the emissions regulations yeah so not really their fault I'm sure they don't want to do that yeah. But, uh, yeah, X3M, probably. I mean, looks nice. A lot of power. What more can you ask for? That's valid. Well, we've we've covered food, and we talked about cars, at least for a short while, and, of course, basketball. So there's one, there's one more big thing that I think of that, like, you're kind of an expert in. I'm not, maybe not expert, but well-read mm-hmm. or well-watched, I should say. 
give talk about movies to me. And I know you got a poster. I do have, yeah, I have the IMDb top 100 movies of all time poster. Um, it's a little out of date, I think. I think some stuff's changed. Um, yeah. But I'm trying to get through that. It's been slow this few or like during exams in the final part of the semester. But yeah, I've been trying to complete that. What are you at right now? I've actually been doing it randomly. Okay. I've been doing like asking Siri to pick a number because I don't want to do it in order. I don't know. That's just me. That's that's cool, though. Yeah, I think like I wanted there to be a chance that I might be watching the number one movie on any given night. Like That's pretty cool. But it's the Shawshank Redemption. In terms of um, how many movies you've watched, where are you? Not very deep. Maybe 12, 10 or 12. Well, I've watched I've watched them a lot more than that, but like I'm, I vowed that I would watch every one of them again. Have you seen any movies that are in the top 10 or top 100 and that you're just like, I this is a dog with? shit movie, yeah. Because <sighs> I know that obviously takes into account direction yeah. Yeah. acting well uh, also a lot of nostalgia is taken into that like all there. three of the original star wars are on there yeah i love star wars but i'm not sure i can defend if you say one i'm gonna kill you no i can't defend six uh the, oh like you're talking about the, oh, you four you're five talking six four five six okay i think five could be on there five definitely five. five's the highest i don't one. think anything else well it's the best one it is the best one i think six i can't defend no saul has a three is the best one I like three a lot. Three like three is, a lot. Three, three has the best scene in, in of all Star Wars to to date. Out of all Star Wars, we, this could go. We could talk about this for. This is a rabbit hole. Yes, this it is a massive rabbit hole. Rabbit so hole. I'm just gonna disagree. Yeah, I'm gonna straight up disagree with you as well. Um, about what? That it has the best scene, or that it's the best? That it's the best. Okay, that's fair. I think it's very good. I think it's my it's my personal favorite, but in terms of. Which one is like the objectively the best? Yeah, I'd have to say I, five. Yeah, five. But, but yeah, I agree with you. But there's movies like that where I can't. I don't think Shawshank Redemption is the number one. Is the best movie? Like I think that's a bad, bad it's, one. It's very like feel good. I've never seen it, so I really don't. Have know. you seen it, Josh? No, I haven't. Damn, neither yeah, one of you. Neither one of us. Well, um, I guess when you watch it, let me know. I don't think it's. I'm gonna watch it one. I think there there aren't very many other ones on there that I would. I mean. What's that Mel Gibson movie that I watched the other day? Braveheart? Braveheart's on there. Braveheart's good. It's good. Yeah. Is it a top 100 movie of all time? Oh, no. I'm not thinking of Braveheart. I'm is, thinking of Patriot. Is Bugs Life on there or am I tripping? Loki, it is. I think it is, Probably. which is just... Car, come on. I think... Is Cars on it? There's a know. lot of Disney movies. I know Toy Cars Story. Is I know Toy Story's on it. I don't think Cars Toy is, Story is but goated. Cars deserves it. Toy Story 2 is goaded. I don't even think Toy Story... I haven't I seen them long enough. I, I Toy, don't remember. Toy Story 1's on it, but... So give us your top three movies, then. And I and saw this Interstellar. Well. Interstellar. Okay. Jersey, I'm already gonna tell you, Jared and I's list are gonna be very similar. Yeah. Interstellar. As has been the entire podcast so far. Yeah. Oh, jeez. There's just so many that I like. But I mean I don't I want I don't want to stay on the Christopher Nolan wave just because but I, I really love Inception as well. Interstellar. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm putting Inception on the list, but Interstellar, if it, if I have to choose one of his movies, it's Interstellar. hundred okay. percent. Um, I think my top three movies, one and two for me are really close. Inception and Interstellar are great movies. They're just, because I like, I like movies that you have to pay attention to, to like, okay. you can't just like have on in the background. Um, and like, I think they're like very like thought provoking and like mm -hmm. they challenge you to think, which I enjoy. For sure. Um, so those are definitely one and two for me. 
Uh, three is Harry Potter seven part two. I'm That's a, a good, big Harry Potter good movie, guy. As am I. And I just and I love resolution and I think it ties up like it. It's a long series. Yeah, I, I love how it ties up the whole series. Such a well written series and such a thought out series with a lack of plot holes. Yeah, hundred percent has some great heroes, great villains, great side characters. Yeah, no, those three very solid movies. Thank you. Um, Shish, if I'm being honest, I'm gonna get hate for it. Look, I'm not the type of guy. I'm a snob in some categories like pizza, but I'm not the type of guy to sit here and be like. Oh, the direction is phenomenal. The acting is phenomenal. Stuff like that. Like, that's all cool, right? But they're all professional directors and actors, so it's got to be good to some extent. Maybe I'm just not, you know, I just don't have that analytical of an end lens to be able to sit here and say, this direction is far superior to this type. So I want to go best stories, if I'm being honest, that, that have been displayed as movies. And I'm a huge mystery guy. Like, that's that's... My thing. Before you give your list, yeah, one movie that I think really underdelivers for a great book that's a great story is The Da Vinci Code. Dude, that was gonna be my that was gonna be my pick. One of my picks. I think. Wow. The, I'm the sorry. I didn't mean to spoil your pick. That no, one. that's fine. That, I, that's probably one of my favorite books I've read. It's so like, detailed. It is. Yeah. Which is why it's hard to adapt. It is, and yeah, it underdelivers, but it's that's what I was gonna say. Story. Yeah, yeah, it's a great story. It Damn. is. It's probably my favorite story. Yeah, I think the Da Vinci. I love that masterfully Code. like crafted. That was agreed. probably the last book I read where I literally could not put it down. And and people and all the books are good. And I hate people who shit on me for saying Dan Brown's a good author. He is. You know, like maybe he's not. He doesn't. In terms of like looking at it from like an AP lit or AP laying like lens, like maybe he's not the best actor. I mean writer, right? Mm -hmm. But look at the stories he's creating. Like I can tell you some of my favorite books. To kill it a takes a lot above, of knowledge to to write a story that detailed. That's what I'm saying, and to propose a to theory, make it interesting. Yeah, to propose a theory like that, first of all, it's pretty blasphemous, and to be able to get like, there's just so much. It really like sent a shockwave through. The, I mean, we were too young to understand how deep it was, but I, I've watched like documentaries about the making of the story and like, um, the movie as well. And they talk about, oh, it's also like fact checking like this stuff and talking about like the validity of the theories. And they were talking about how deep it was in 2006 when it came out. Like the book, like mm -hmm. it, people, it, it wasn't taken lightly. People were like offended by it. Obviously the, the, the Vatican. Oh yeah. Had, Did the theories hold up? I mean, the theories held up then that, that would mean something insane for you, Saul, as ter in terms yeah. of Catholicism. Yeah, <laughs> um. I don't know. I mean, obviously, you can't prove that. The the. I mean, I don't want to ruin. But if it, you can't, but if the you premise of the book for people who haven't read it is that Mary Magdalene, one of the apostles of Christ, was. In fact, like, his, wife or okay, and yeah. she had it. They had a kid, mm -hmm. and that was what is purported to be the Holy Grail. It's literally the blood of Christ, and that there's a bloodline that follows, that and it traces to people today and those people are protected by a secret society that's that's basically the premise yeah. of it i hate to be a spoiler that, yeah basically that the, should give a spoiler the holy grail is basically it's been out since 2006 I'm sorry. but i know but uh, at the same time like if you like yeah i mean i guess yeah well we'll, we'll make I a mean, disclaimer no the, there's a, the, the twist 
the twist in the story is not the, the theory because the theory is is given out. You don't, but you don't. Meet. I, but you don't find out what what they're looking. You don't find out what the Holy Grail is until it's that you find it out once you meet that guy. I don't know what what his name is, but he, he it's played by Ian McClellan in, in the movie, the guy who's Gandalf. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know, but I thought that's like an hour in, and that's when he explains the theory. I'm talking more of it from from the book's like point of view. The, like the, the book doesn't reveal it till much closer to the end. I thought. No, the book reveals something else i don't we might have to have a little moment yeah. the book reveals something else at the end which is that i'm not going to say it on air but yeah the book reveals something else uh -huh. but that you find out that that's the theory that they're revolving around no go ahead say it on air no i agree with you about the story thing though. do you want do you want me to say it on air? the book I, the book reveals that the girl who he's looking with is of that line yeah, I don't I mean like I, I don't think, think I anybody. Yeah, I think I didn't. Yeah, that. Um, so I, I Sophie, remember. Yeah, Sophie, the girl who's like helping Whoever him. Whoever he's like treasure hunting with. Yeah, she she is one of those people that's being protected, and and her grandfather Jacques Sonnier, who's like the yeah, curator the, of the museum. Yeah, he was part of that secret society that's mm -hmm. protecting them. But and well, it, I'm so sorry for anyone who wanted to read the book. Talk about resolution. The way it connects the dots at the end. Yeah, crazy. True. Historically accurate, and same it's, thing with with angels yeah. and demons. Like they go to actual buildings in Rome and they show mm -hmm. all the, I you know, the artwork and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they show how like it's real artwork and we talk about, you know, how that connects. But I could, yeah, let's I, let me finish finish off your. I mean, I yeah. guess that was one of them. I, I agree with you on that story though. Yeah, I think that Phenomenal. definitely has to be up there. If it's not in my top three, it's probably in my top five. Mm -hmm. Um, I just did think of another one. Uh, this movie, when I was watching it, is the most, it's probably the biggest plot twist I've ever seen in my life, and it had me, like, I, I planned on watching half of the movie and going to bed because it yeah. was late. I ended up watching the entire movie. Like, I couldn't break it in half because the suspense was just building and building, and I couldn't just break it off like that. What was it? Um, It was called, fuck, it's, uh... Shutter Island. There we go. Oh, with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. Let's no. Let's not talk about spoilers for that. We're not going to spoil it. Yeah, that. that I've actually never seen it. No, is like it really I, that good? would be a crime to spoil it. That movie. that is that is foul. I've never seen. Let's it. Let's move on before we yeah. spoil that. You need to watch. That you need song. to watch okay. it immediately. ASAP. Um, and then, uh, I guess I did have. I kind of had a sleeper pick for a story. Like, there's a movie. I. It's called The Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. With um. Actually, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. I have. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a, that is it's a very, kind of a derivative a movie. Yeah. It's not like, I wouldn't put it in my top. That's whatever. like the live that repeat a, one, right? Yes. But it's a movie that I went into with pretty low expectations and came out very surprised. I really like it. There's another movie, movie recently made that's very similar, similar to that that I saw that I cannot think of the name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. No, that I, I did like that movie. And then. I mean, I guess that's I. I would not let you walk off on saying Edge of Tomorrow is your is in your top. Three. No, it's not in my top three. But I I wanted to add something that's like a sleeper where you might not watch it, but it's good. It's, it's a good, good movie. Um, I think I'll walk off with. It's not necessarily story, but a movie that I really enjoyed watching was 1917. Yeah, not really a story driven movie, kind of, but it's more about how they do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved the filming of that. I mean, it's 
essentially shot to look like it's one sh- one continuous shot. Um, so the only breaks that you can really tell are there when they like enter a dark room and it just the screen momentarily goes black and then switches to another scene. But it's it's made to look like it's all one scene, which is really cool. That's crazy. I have you seen that movie? I have not. I, I don't like it. I like I can understand from a cinematic point of view why it's like I so yeah. But I just I could not stand I it. I really liked it. Um I it was the last movie I saw before COVID. So I in theaters, I mean. Oh, another great movie? I guess thinking more Hacksaw Ridge. Have you seen Hacksaw Ridge? Hacksaw Ridge is a very hits you right in the it feels. It does. It hits does you right in the feels. Great. Yeah, that's a good movie as well. I would recommend. So what's your best story then, Saul? Oh, um, it could be a book. It could be a movie. It I, could mean, I, I mean, I don't want to take yours, but I love the Da Vinci Code book. It As, is so good. It's that, like, that really had me And that like, means enthralled. a lot coming from a yeah. Catholic. I think... Say no, it's deep. <laughs> yeah. I think the best story is probably Harry Potter. That's valid. It's not on my list. That's but valid. No, it's fair. I think it is. I've reread those books probably three times each, maybe more. And it never gets old. I think any movie that can do what... Go for eight movies? Yeah, that's exactly. But also any movie that Keep can... Keep the cast. Yeah. For the most part. But I was going to say, any movie that can like do what the Da Vinci Code did, like take actual historical fact and piece together, piece together like a theory and end up like with it making complete sense, mm-hmm. that's insane. Like, that when takes you take stuff that we talent. see everywhere, yeah. So like national treasures, <laughs> top I mean, they're good. Movies. They're really good. You've never seen either of them, no, bro. You, you have to see at least one. Yeah, I don't even love them, but they are good. Yeah, I I think I don't know. I really think that national treasures is like that. But I mean, the, the last thing I want to say is um, best stories. I I would have to mention a Bollywood movie as well, mm. which you guys should definitely watch this one because it's. Bollywood movies these days are pretty much half English, right? There's there's two. There's one which in the English name means coincidence and it's about a it's a it's a they're it's a they're both mysteries. Well, the one's a murder mystery and it follows this murder mystery that happens in this apartment and like basically it's a story about how there's like the the widow of the um the person who got murdered, she's having an affair. And then there's also a writer who had some, whose girlfriend, I, I forgot what it is, his relation to the thing. Well, I know what it is, but I, I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. But he also has a relation with her, with, with the, uh, the dude. And it's both of them telling their stories of how, like their accounts of like how, um, it's one of those movies where like you see, they like show both sides of the story. Like you know how like there's those yeah. like, movies where like they'll show my your account, but they'll show it in like and live then how time. The, how it overlaps. Yeah, and they'll show the other person's account in live time, and then you'll see what the truth is at the end. Yeah, but like, you see them acting the same scene out two different ways. I think that's really cool, and I think yeah. the plot twist and the way it's written and the way it ends and the mystery itself is crazy, and the acting's really good. Mm-hmm. So that's one, and then there's another one which means woman, and it's a ghost story. It's based off of like uh like folk ghost story in this like town it's a real story and um it's like it's funny because like it's in today's day and age like believing that like a ghost story like that but then like shit actually hits the fan and it gets a little deep and then you get left on like a real cliffhanger at the end Mm -hmm. 
Like it's yeah. you you have no clue what it's like. I guess a parting thought yeah. would be that if basically any Christopher Nolan movie is gonna give you a good story. That's love, true. Love Agreed. the movie Tenet. Agreed Tenet, great movie. Love that movie. Well, on that note, Jared, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, pleasure yeah, to be let's the go, first baby. guest. Pleasure yeah. to be the first guest. First guest, best guest, and you'll hopefully be back. Set a high precedent. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for listening again. Join us on the next goat combo, which I don't know exactly when it will be, but it'll be soon. Stay tuned. Should Stay we expect tuned. another guest? Yeah, there will be guests next time. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great day. Don't forget tonight, tomorrow. If you forget tonight, tomorrow, you'll leave me with a broken